0: Hello, and welcome to the Great Game Debate podcast, where friends come together to discuss video games and our lives. I'll be your host, Caden Bertha Lane, and joining me as always is the godfather of the Great Game Debate himself, Joda Gomez. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing great! Well, other than the allergies, but I'm doing Hey, okay how are you, dude?
0: Pretty good. Uh, I saw you on the webcam earlier, dude. I, I admit I was peeking at your nether regions and saw those pineapple shorts. Oh, yeah? Do you want Bringing those to, tropical vibes. Do you want me
1: to <laughs> present to the, the audience?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. You're missing out. You're Nobody wants answer. to see Jonas' those nether regions.
2: Are, Thank you very got, much. Those geez. are beautiful
0: pineapples. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Two large pineapples. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was... Uh, oh, oh, my thanks. God. How you doing, buddy? It looks like... I, uh, I was doing... Like, yeah. I was doing good until you until mentioned Jonas Pineapples, <laughs> so
3: I, we've already started this show off on the right foot, I can tell you.
0: Hey. Sweet. And uh, we also have the distinct honor of uh, being joined by our special guest this week, Rob Hudak, uh, who is um, one, is it one third or one fourth? I forget. Of we the, view it as
2: one quarter. Uh, the guest one quarter. Is, is one of those slots. Yeah. No matter
0: who the guest is, that's one of those chairs. But the oh. thing of which you are one third of is DraftPunk's podcast. That's right. Oh, uh,
3: 18% of the DraftPunks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who has the time to keep track these days? So many people. Dude, I'm loving your little, uh, once again, audio listeners are uh, missing out, but your, your little mascots, a happy little jellyfish or octopus yeah. and uh, uh, Solaire. <laughs> We're Hanging out, yeah. Praise, out, the, sun. <laughs> Praise the sun. the sun Um, well, uh, your last episode of uh, draft DraftBox, I was listening to it today. It's the uh, the trailers episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we um, had Mike
2: Tucker on from uh Gimme mm-hmm. Make Up with he and Haley McLean.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff. I think the topic um for this one was um drafting uh E three trailers, right? <laughs>
2: Yeah, trailers and reveals, which allowed uh, for a little bit more leniency. We felt uh, okay. we left some of the the flexibility up to the voters, uh, but one of those, uh, some liberty was taken by Travis in the interpretation of reveal, and oh, I thought okay. it was great. I thought oh, it, was it was really so clever Yeah, and uh, it's let's just say if you're if you're familiar with PlayStation uh it's pretty big it's a pretty big dig
3: it seems like travis is usually the one that takes the leniencies would you agree no no i mean we we all so so
2: that's the thing is like we all how we how we view draft punks is always been like especially if you join our discord one of the the questions we have was like our icebreaker similar to how you guys have it is uh your favorite element and your favorite bird and mm. we often tie, like we'll get responses sometimes like okay well what type, what element is that this type of element this type of element or like what well, it's open to interpretation mm-hmm. because we like making use of sometimes semantics and having good you know debates about like what might qualify for qualifications and we all find ways sometimes to kind of break it. Like I was so tempted for the one-hit wonders. Oh, I dude, I was like,
1: about to bring it up. I was about to close bring
2: it up to picking Saitama One Punch Man as being the one-hit wonder. <laughs> um, oh, you, sh-
1: you should have. But that, I, I was Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. That pick I, that Brian like, made. Oh man, I was like, that's, yeah. not, that's not a one-hit wonder. It's not a hit wo- well, one-hit wonder.
2: There, there, like that's the thing is there. There are ways that you can interpret it. I only, the only reason why I didn't was because I was going for a, a complete like theme for my list, and Saitama would have completely thrown it off. But we have fun sometimes in like making different uh, lists or strategies for our picks, yeah. and it, it creates a lot of laughs. And sometimes it puts people in shambles. <laughs>
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. To our listeners, uh, you know, it's E3 hype season, so mm-hmm. check out the check out this latest episode of the Draft Punks. And uh, have you guys already announced what your next uh, topic is, or is that still under wraps?
2: So we we're planning on doing it last night with our Punkishment, but we had to shift stuff around a little bit for scheduling. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we can announce is that the next episode is '90s songs. Ooh, or, that's sorry, nineties albums, nineties albums. Nice. Um, we have not yet announced the guest, but we're solidifying a couple other things. But we will have a guest, and like we'll do a punishment soon that like confirms everything. All right, but, yeah, Rob. 90s, I'm, I'm
1: fully expecting you to go metal heavy in in those albums.
2: I mean, part of it's also like I did just do hip hop, but part of me always wants to pick hip hop somewhere. But there's going to be a lot of grunge and metal.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it has to. Like, you got yeah.
2: that's my that's where I grew up, man. That's that's where my home is. I mean,
1: you could you could just do like Seattle, Seattle bands. Oh,
2: totally, <laughs> totally. There's yeah. a
1: uh, there's a museum, uh, a pop culture museum, and they just have like all these different uh, exhibits on like Pearl Jam and Nirvana and oh, like, stuff. So cool. yeah. Dude, it's so cool. They even have like a yeah. little Nintendo section there. It's super cool. It's like oh, sponsored yeah. by Nintendo. <laughs> That's
0: rad. sick. all right well you guys have any uh, burning questions for rob before we move on
3: I, I have a quick question that i wanted to ask rob and i wanted brian to cover this when he was on the show but he didn't really get into it much um which was like the the formation the creation of mm. draft punks I, i'd like to know like how did you guys get together how did how did the band come together, so to speak? Since we're just talking about band
4: origin <laughs> story.
2: Well, so there was a you know an overcast day over in in England, and we decided <laughs> no. Uh, so we we all were uh, members of the Minmax community, and we um, all got along really swimmingly. And Travis and I like hit it off immediately. We like would converse about a lot of different stuff we actually kind of met each other through or at least became more prevalent on each other's radar through one our love of hollow knight and two um there was a game yeah it's (laughs) i might say it's the third greatest game of all time uh (laughs) but uh i so i provided a code for a bunch of codes back in the day because i Uh, participated in that like humble bundle black lives matter uh Mm. uh deal that they had and so i had a bunch of extra codes that i already had uh, games for so one of them was like into the breach and it was for a min max giveaway i had given ben hansen like a ton of codes and he so uh travis had won the i think a community question segment and so he got that game But he didn't have a PC at the time to play that game, so he tried to find someone else to give that game to. But we kind of connected over that. Uh, And then he reached out to me because Brian had the idea, because Brian's definitely into sports. Uh, He wanted to find a way to incorporate this kind of idea he had with drafting things, but not just just Mm sport-related. And so then Jay and Brian reached out to me, We call him Jay's he's Travis. Uh, We we just know him because he goes by J. Walter Weatherman. Uh, But Travis reached out to me and was like, hey, we had this idea and thought you might be the third great seat. I was like, sure, yeah. Uh, And so we joined up and we started brainstorming, coming up with different ideas, and then we set up a server. And we wanted to really incorporate community. It was a huge deal to us Mm -hmm. because we came from a community. And so we wanted to make sure that that was something at the forefront of um, the medium that we did, and so that's where the vote came into play uh, that we have on our server where you can participate and determine who gets first pick, basically, which is what happened this last episode because I was able to get first pick for my Muppet draft, um, and yeah, it it's like I'm humbled constantly, like every week by the the conversations we have and the community that we have that shows up for streams that we do for just everything that we do like it's incredible yeah. and it yeah won't it.
3: yeah you guys have an awesome community really mm-hmm. like they're they are like super because i'm i'm involved in a number of different discord mm-hmm. servers, including our own and yours yeah and it's it is really cool to see just the level of involvement you guys you can tell that you're everybody's like really close friends and um you're always super welcoming to people if they're jumping in for the first time and um you guys are doing it right.
0: Yeah, man. Thank you for
2: sure. Yeah, we 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 wanted to make sure that, but like it wasn't about us, but it was about everyone. Mm-hmm. Um and that that matters the most to us. And yeah, we're we're super stoked that how things have been going and it's it's been a blast. like every week is just a blast when we're just sitting and laughing every time. Yeah, and sure. that means like we're
0: doing mm-hmm. it well. Yeah, that's great. Um I just uh, can't ever gush enough about the podcast because it's such a clever idea. Uh, oh, it's brilliant idea. And, uh, brilliant idea. Yeah. Just, that, a lot of that goes to Brian. Yeah. The normal like, conversational podcast is just like whatever, but just like the structure of it actually being a draft like causes like suspense yeah. and drama, you know? So you want to keep listening. So. Yeah. And that's
2: where like Shambles comes from was uh, yeah. uh, the draft we had with Alex Brenniger uh, in doing, I think it was our. It was the we no it was the Marvel versus Capcom draft I think nice it was either that or the we draft but it was like I think there were I think I picked like Scarlet Witch or something and Alex was just in shambles and so it started <laughs> from there uh, but yeah it, like that was primarily due to a lot to Brian uh, and his idea for that and turns out people love lists and yeah. arguing <laughs> about their lists sure. and it provides great conversation.
0: Cool. Well, uh you guys have any other uh, questions for Rob before we move on?
2: Rob, what's your uh,
0: what's your favorite topping
1: for toast? Ooh.
2: Topping for toast. So actually, if I'm going I want your to- I want
1: your uh, your list of your favorite toppings toast, for toast.
2: Toast draft. <laughs> toast draft. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna do probably a grape jelly. Okay. Um, that's like
1: that's wrong it's the bread and red and butter
2: of me growing up like that was what i started with uh (laughs) Uh, nutella's pretty good Mm -hmm. um if i'm mixing it up a little bit maybe some hummus Um, and also uh if you can uh, if I forget the name of the type of preparation, but it's basically the hole in the toast that you're oh, growing on. Yeah, in, yeah, with yeah. The yeah. Egg. Toe in the
0: hole or something.
2: Yeah. So egg in the center. Okay. Um so that's what, three? Four? Four. 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 Okay. Um pressure's on. There's a right answer and you topic? haven't
1: said it yet.
2: I mean, there's probably right a Brian answer. answer. Well, there's at least there's at least two. <laughs> I mean I'm not gonna pick butter because I don't like butter. Oh no, uh, not even. I don't like fried butter being butter. on my toes. Oh,
1: you, oh <laughs>
5: you realize who so our guest was the, last the week. I've right?
2: already started.
1: Oh. Yeah, we had we had um, the king, the, the cream king himself, Brian <laughs> on and his incredible brian butter what are you what are you saying all right guys next
0: okay. week we're having rob okay. and brian back Grudge i'll Mash. tell you what i'll tell you
2: what <laughs> the only butter i'll be putting on is apple butter oh okay apple butter is really good yeah well Love that that
1: butter. list is wrong because you didn't put cinnamon toast on there so See? <laughs> See?
2: <laughs>
0: All right, guys. Well, that's a that's a little taste for you, listeners, of what the the draft was are all do about. Every so. week. Yeah, head on over to the Discord. Well, guys, I hope you stopped by the UAC facility on Mars and picked up the big f-ing gun because it's time for the icebreaker. All right. Well, uh, as is now tradition, I hand the torch off to our game master, Wes Bates.
3: Thank you, thank you. So in honor of E3 coming up uh, next weekend, um, I put together a little quiz. I want to see what your guys' knowledge level is of E3. So I've got 10 multiple choice questions. I thank
0: God, got. multiple choice.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I have to I have to be nice sometimes, you know, <laughs> so you guys can keep track of your own score, what you get right and what you get wrong. And uh, we'll see who gets who gets the most. Who boasts, right,
0: boasts the most on. roast? They're going to be one host with the most and I'm the host. So, sorry, bro. But I'm the ho- I'm the guest with the toast.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: All right, let's take a Let's away. go.
3: <clears throat> Question 1. The very first E3 was held in which year? A. 1994. B. 1992. C. 1990,
0: or D, 1995. Oh dang it! Oh my god! Rob.
3: Oh, it's a, everybody. Everybody can answer there for themselves. Oh, okay. But uh, okay. <laughs> so you just pick your own answer. So what do you? So what do you think?
2: Okay. I if you... think it was 92. Okay. D, I'm
1: gonna, 1995.
0: I'm gonna take hey. a wild guess and say 1990 for no reason.
1: The
3: answer is 1995. Oh, yeah. nice! I
1: knew I was as old as E3. <laughs> Woo!
0: I Uh-oh.
1: just, I just aged myself. Hey. <laughs> Guess I'm what, guys? I'm the youngest one on the show.
3: Ha! <laughs> you know what? Show's over. I don't want to talk about aging.
1: <laughs> show- uh, game's over, guys. Bye. <laughs> we broke the ice. Have a good yep, night. that was him. <laughs> I'll just I'll just question. put the uh, the outro music in right there. <laughs> <laughs> All, right.
3: All right, question two. E three has typically been held in the L A Convention Center for most of its life. How many years did it take place elsewhere? A four years, Santa Monica, Atlanta, and Seattle. B three years, Atlanta and Santa Monica. C two years, Seattle and Atlanta. Or D, one year, Santa Monica?
2: Wrong Sorry, re- what did you say, Rob? D, Santa Monica, one will year. You,
1: will you say B one more time?
2: B was three
3: years, Atlanta and Santa Monica.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with B. I'm just going to randomly pick A. I'm really realizing how little I know about the history of E3 right now.
1: <laughs> I know it wasn't in <laughs> Seattle i knew it was in atlanta at one point, and i think it was three years
3: the answer is b three years atlanta and santa monica it was, it was in it it was in atlanta for two years and at the santa monica airport it right. <laughs> was at
1: the santa monica airport yeah wow okay bad showing that year or yeah, a good I, showing <laughs> depending on how many I'm, flights came through
3: i'm pretty sure that they moved it right back to the convention center after mm. that one <laughs> All right. Question three: Which of these devices was not revealed at an E3 event? Mm. A. The PlayStation Vita. B. The Wii U. C. The PlayStation 4. Or D. The PlayStation
1: 2.
0: Oh man, the PlayStation 4. I'm gonna say the Vita.
1: No, the Vita was. I remember that E3. Damn it. Uh, see, I'm, I'm thinking about the PlayStation 2 just because uh, the uh, Tokyo Game what Show. Oh. PlayStation 2.
3: The answer was D, PlayStation 2. Wow, really? and, it, and it was revealed at the Tokyo Game Show in 1999.
2: I thought the I PlayStation 4 was revealed at, uh, they had like a reveal event it in 2013.
3: Uh, it was at E3. Really? I yeah, that was the that, that was the February. big uh, Microsoft versus uh, Sony. Okay. Uh, we don't need we, you know, we don't need. Uh, here's, how you, yeah. here's how you share a game sure, on PlayStation. Yeah. Right. I, I thought know? they had a reveal <laughs> event before
2: that, totally about uh, about the PlayStation Four.
3: I think they they revealed that they were going to have a PlayStation okay. Four, reveal but they, they, that's the, what the I actual the actual unit itself was at. At E3.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, but they did show it off elsewhere, right? Like, they did a big thing elsewhere. Sorry, I was distracted for a second. The
3: the premiere of the PlayStation 4, where it was shown for the first time, was at E3. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. All
3: right. Question four. Nintendo was the first company to opt out of a traditional in-person E3 press conference in lieu of an all-digital stream format. In what year did the first Nintendo Direct debut? A 2015, B 2016, C 2014, or D
0: 2013? A hey, 2016. I don't know. My gut.
1: And <laughs> uh, you know that was my gut reaction too. Yeah. I remember it
0: being like the year before the Switch came out. Yeah. I'm Unless gonna, I'm just wrong about that too.
1: No, I'm going to say 2016 as well.
2: I'm going to go with 2014.
3: The answer is actually D2013.
2: Holy uh, the cow. It was, they were. That they opted one's, out so of I E3. I was doubting myself. I thought it was 2013, but then I thought it might have been the first game Four, four years before the
0: Switch came out? Was, yeah. Okay, it so so was been going the last for a long show, time.
2: <laughs> was the last show like
1: their big like, Wii U reveal then? Uh
3: yeah it might have been yeah the the Wii U reveal the the, the year four the year before uh, the Playstation 4 and the uh, Xbox One yeah. 20, 000, or 2012 Interesting. yeah it's been going for a while I don't think that they like at that point they didn't do like the continuous um, like directs like they do now like they do like so many directs a year now and everything but I think mean? at that point that was, was just like the very first you know they have like three or four directs over the course of the year yeah, they, well, they, just, it. they didn't last
1: year, but that's okay.
3: Well, that was well, <laughs> that's an exception. <laughs> I'm just talking about what was the very first one.
0: I know, that was the I, first I know. One, so. I'm, I'm just being a stinker. You're busting you know. your pineapples.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a little prick. Yeah, well, what else is there? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question five. This is going to make Which me do these? another spit <laughs> take.
3: <laughs> Easy there Which of these relatively famous Game industry quotes did not originate From E3 oh. A. My body is ready oh, yeah. <laughs> B. Attack the weak point For massive damage yeah. <laughs> C. We don't call them loot boxes We call them surprise mechanics
1: oh, that's awful. D.
3: D, we have a product for people who can't access the internet. It's called Xbox 360. Yep. It's I'm C. us
0: say C. Yeah. E. There's,
3: there's an E. E. Have you ever wondered what the bottom of an avatar's shoe looks like? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's C. It's C. Yeah. It's e. loot boxes. That came out on court, didn't it? Yep. That's correct. The answer is C. We don't call them loot boxes. We call them. I got one point. What's us
5: no. Me too. I'm technically on the board. What, what's the
1: score? How uh, how bad am I slaughtering these two? You You're supposed to be points.
3: keeping your own score, Jonah. I'm not keeping
1: You're... score for what? you.
2: Two or three? I think I've. You got almost all of them, Jonah.
1: I, I missed. I missed the 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 Nintendo one. So what? Okay, questions? Five questions?
0: So you've got five. I mean, you got four points. Thank
3: We've you. asked five questions. Yep. So if you've gotten.
1: All of them except
3: for one. You've got four. Yeah. All right.
1: All right. So I
0: Question... gotta win one more to just
1: take it home, right?
0: <laughs> Decapitation.
3: Question six. <laughs> Finish him. E three. E three reached its peak attendance in 2005. Approximately how many people attended the show in that year? Okay. A, huh. fifty thousand. B, ninety
0: thousand. C, one
3: hundred twenty thousand. D, seventy thousand.
0: I'm hoping it's only 50,000, because more than that sounds like a nightmare, so I'm going A. Going with
2: 90,000.
1: Will you read those off one more time for me, Wes? 50,
3: 90, 120, or 70?
1: We'll go We'll go D, 70.
3: Jonah is killing this game!
1: 70,000! <laughs> Calculated. Nice. Get wrecked, nerds! Yes.
2: I Even remember I'm getting the, uh, all the nerdy questions right. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Comic-Con in 2010 that was at like 120,000, that was like really high for just general convention attendance.
0: Man.
1: That's surprising that it was in 2005 when it was like strictly mm-hmm. press only and the last like few years that they had E3, they they've had like just regular people come in too mm-hmm. so I'm surprised that that was the peak was in 2005 you
3: know? well I mean they, the show also used to be a lot more bombastic than it is now That's true. I think so they, they had a lot of a lot of promotions and stuff like that with, within the company so I think that might
1: have had something to do with it you gotta think about it too like <laughs> they don't have one of the heavy hitters there like anymore they don't have Sony on the show floor anymore yeah. So there's, yeah. Good point. you gotta like think about it that way too there's like a lot of people that are just hardcore Sony gonna go there to only see what Sony has and if they're not gonna be there that's like a big demographic that they're not gonna be getting for sure yeah. <laughs> yeah. alright All right. smart. four
3: more questions number seven E3 has had its fair share of conference hosts some strange and awkward and some charming which of the following was not a host at an E3 conference A. Jamie Kennedy B, James Cameron C, Snoop Dogg D, <laughs> Robin Williams or E,
0: Elijah Wood Huh I'm going to say Robin Williams because I know he did the Zelda commercials but I feel like I would have heard about it if he was at E3 that would have been crazy
1: Okay, I'm going to ask a stupid question What me sounding all smart just a second ago Who's Who's Jamie Kennedy?
0: Yeah, I have no idea who that is He's,
1: He's
2: a really comedian bad. Yeah, like, Jamie Kennedy experiment. Like, think of punk but... He was, that. he was the
3: guy that replaced um, Jim Carrey in the second Mask movie.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, very good comedian. Uh, so anyway... <laughs> back to the question. Yeah, uh... Three. Will you repeat the two. names real quick? Yeah,
3: I will repeat them really quickly. Uh, it's A. Jamie Kennedy, B. James Cameron, C. Snoop Dogg, D. Robin Williams, E. Elijah Wood.
0: Robin Williams.
2: I'm going to go with James Cameron.
1: Through. See, I feel like he would have been there for. He seems
0: so his... high profile at For really sure. Insane.
1: I'm going to go with. Yeah, I'm going to go with Robin Williams as well. The answer is C, Snoop Dogg. No. See, I've seen Snoop. Okay, I've seen, I've Snoop, seen Snoop Dogg at E3 stuff. plenty of times, but I yeah. guess he wasn't a host. He's
0: like the one. That He's not. A, he
3: hasn't. He hasn't been a host or presenter. Robin yeah. Williams. So just so you know, Robin Williams uh, actually um, emceed a. I think he actually was playing too. A demo for Spore in 2006. What? That is
1: so weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not, not Zelda or anything.
3: he did zelda commercials later yeah i
1: know about i know about those but
3: but but yeah he was he was uh the host uh or the kind of mc for the spore um sorry about notifications guys
0: man i'd like to know more about that but yeah you got is that do we have more questions
3: We yes we do have three more
0: we can try and make them
1: quick here
3: also if you haven't seen the the jamie kennedy thing it is so it's worth watching just for how bad it is like it's embarrassingly bad
1: is it as bad as the uh the ubisoft guy or was that the (laughs) ubisoft guy
3: yeah i would say it's worse because at least that guy at least that guy kind of like knew what he was doing jamie kennedy was clear he has no idea what he's doing at all all. he was he was drunk and stoned out of his mind
1: (laughs) oh no Oh, yeah, no. people
3: were people in the crowd were like making fun of him, like <laughs>
1: nice. rip,
3: ripping on him. Yeah, okay. Number eight, which of these did not happen at an E3 press conference? A Reggie Fizame had his heart rate monitored with a Nintendo Vitality sensor, <laughs> B A man crashed a dirt bike into a podium on stage,
1: nope, that happened.
3: C A group of people playing laser tag interrupted a presser, <laughs> D Shigeru Miyamoto played the Super Mario Brothers theme song on stage with a Wiimote. Or E, a live Luchador wrestling match ensued on
1: stage.
0: (laughs) Okay, it's gotta be the the Luchador. Yeah,
1: What was was A and B again? Or what was A? B was the bike.
3: A was uh, Reggie Fils-Aimé had his heart rate monitored with a Nintendo vitality sensor.
1: No, that happened. Yeah, I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say E...
3: Did everybody guess?
2: I hadn't yet. Um, read C and D real quick. Sorry.
3: C was a group of people played laser tag. Playing laser tag interrupted a presser. And D was Shigeru Miyamoto played the Super Mario Brothers theme song on stage with a Wii mode
2: I'm gonna go with D for it being bait. Ooh.
0: Oh! Oh! A big brain the, play.
3: The answer is A. Reggie Fizamae had his heart rate monitored with a Nintendo <sighs> Vitality uh, sensor.
0: I thought it was.
2: What? I mean, I, I
3: somebody. The wrestling thing happened. Yeah, the dirt bike know, thing really happened, happened. The the M- Miyamoto. Remember Miyamoto played like with like three other people on stage with yeah, the Wii know, music. I
0: didn't think it
3: was Wii. the Mario. Theme. <laughs> yeah, it was the Mario. <laughs> and then uh, the laser tag thing was an Ubisoft event. the yep. The Luchador. The Luchador wrestling match was at the infamous 2010 Konami press event which was the last year that konami officially wow. attended yeah.
2: e3 i only know that because i watched that recently
1: <laughs> i remember nice. the the bike thing because the whole auditorium got super dark and then they brought up these green lights and i was like splitter so baby and then it was trials fusion and i was like oh uh,
2: yeah it was a trials game what, what? Um... and then the, the director
1: came <laughs> out riding on a mini bike and crashed uh-huh. into the podium and i was like me and a lot of other people were extremely mad that they like psyched <laughs> everyone out. Don't uh, do it again, Ubisoft.
3: Ah, uh, uh, Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, oh, we
1: love you <laughs> and hate you. Right.
3: <laughs> number number nine. Which of the game? Uh, um, sorry. Which of these games, out of the following list, did not have a technical issue when showcased at an E3 presentation? <laughs> <laughs> A. Uncharted, Uncharted 4 Thief's End B. Skyward Sword C. Battlefield 4 D. Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots Or E. Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag
0: mm-hmm. so,
1: uh, well, Uncharted 4 Yeah, I was going to say Uncharted 4 NGS
3: 3 I mean That's 4 <laughs> Game that wasn't even on the list <laughs> the, the, Yeah the answer is D. Metal Gear Solid Four: Guns of the
2: Patriots. Yes. I nice. know that Uncharted Four had it at PSX. I didn't know it had it at an E3 event.
3: Yeah, they like the the um, they were doing the um, the demo where Drake and Sully are kind of like at the top of a hill in a town, and they're like see a tower in the distance, and it like pulled back, and then Sully ran off, and Drake just stood there and didn't move. And that was uh, PS, I thought move. that
2: was the PSX event. That was a that was an E3 okay from what i from what i could ascertain i believe i remember being at a psx event and having an untreaded four issue
3: yeah do the, you yeah, remember like the
2: awkward cam thing
3: do you remember the skyward sword one no, where miyamoto I'm came wondering. out and he was miyamoto was trying to like showcase the the
1: um, have to have somebody else come and, out and demo the game because miyamoto just couldn't play it well, it wasn't that he couldn't play. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't it working. Was working. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it was <laughs> it was very really bad. Yeah, it was really he, bad. From what I understand, he was furious after that. Mm. I'm sure.
0: Well, all I got to say all is right. um, you guys should know better than to bet against Kojima. You should Be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> yeah. All
1: right, what's this what's this all last right. one? Last one. I mean, E320. I already won, but
0: E320. E3
3: 2021 is an all-digital showcase spread out over four days. Three hosts will be the official MCs of the show. Who are the three official E3 hosts of 2021? A. Troy Baker, Jackie Jing, and Jason Schreier. B. Markiplier, Andrea Renee, and Jason Schreier. C. Greg Miller, Jackie Jing, and Alex Mendez. D. Alex Mendez, Jason Schreier, and Greg Miller. Or E... Troy Baker, Andrea Renee, and Markiplier.
0: Uh I'm just gonna go D, just because I feel like it's like ridiculous if Jason Schreier was, was D3. Yeah. <laughs> that just seems like bait.
2: I, I, I think it's C. <laughs> I think it's with that last one with uh, Troy Baker, Andrea Renee, and Markiplier. Mark
3: it is
1: C. Jonah Woo! wins again.
2: Woo! Always
0: bet on C. I,
1: I knew uh, I knew Greg Miller was gonna be there. Yeah, so and it's I Greg Miller, hear, Jackie Jane, like,
3: and Alex Mendez. Yeah, I figured uh, okay. I would
1: have heard a lot more if... Uh, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, yeah, I haven't heard any of that yet. Jason Trier mm-hmm.
2: was
0: going to be there, but I've never heard No, I I g- heard God, it. I hope Jason Trier isn't there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell you guys one thing. I definitely know a lot more about E3 history than I did before today.
1: That's true. Yeah, I guess I know <laughs> about the same amount.
0: Yeah, you want know that full rough brain today, eh, dude some of your e3 knowledge or lucky guesses the world no, will never man, know
1: that was all
0: <laughs>
1: i i gotta be smart about something so i for guess sure. it's e3 knowledge. that was your, this is your
3: this
2: is your rough brain moment yeah, this jonah is my only <laughs> rough brain moment very well played
0: <laughs> all right well thanks Wes, for the game those are always yeah. fun uh, i got and, six points uh, by the way yeah i got... Two points. <laughs>
3: rub okay. it in. Yeah, but... <laughs> All right. I've been trying on, to uh... beat
0: Caden
1: for so long. I, I know you're trying to move on, Caden, but I've been trying <laughs> to beat you for so long. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, enjoy this face. moment because it's um, either a tie or you win. <laughs>
0: All right, so um, we'll be moving it into our uh, What We've Been Playing segment. Um, as our guest, Rob, I'll give you the honor of going first. What have you been playing, dude? Uh,
2: a few different things. So I have decided to dive back into
0: uh, Dying Light.
2: again. Nice. Recently.
0: I've seen so many people doing that, yeah.
2: Well, I, so I never finished the game. I played mm-hmm. through a lot of it on the PS4, um, around, that's part of what made me want to buy a PS4, honestly, was Dying Light, uh, and I played through a lot of it that way, but just kind of fell off. I think I fell off of it for Shadow of Mordor, ah. and then ended up platinum platinuming that game uh but i wanted to but they so they did the platinum edition on pc uh it was like $25 for literally ev- the the game and all possible dlc for it cool. mm-hmm. uh so i picked that up and wanted to play that on mouse and keyboard and it's been oh so much fun um like Way better going than the, back...
1: the ps4 controls
2: well i mean yeah i i i going back and playing a first-person shooter from going from, like, a controller to to mouse and keyboard, it's night and day difference. Uh, And I played, like, Doom 2016 on... uh, Originally on, I think, like, an Xbox or PS4. Also Platinum that, but... Like that plays really well with the controller but like it's not the same playing out on a mouse and keyboard.
1: Yeah. But didn't Dying Light have like some weird like running mechanic kind of like how Assassin's Creed used to have like you had to hold down the trigger and the bumper and A to like do like parkour and stuff, didn't? You, know, it's,
3: you it's, don't have to hold done. anything down well, for that. It's all the, pretty automatic.
2: Okay. kind but of first. the the most that you have to hold down is the space bar if you're trying to grapple on to a higher point if you can reach it you will kind of magnetize to certain spots and grab it Okay. Uh, but beyond that yeah it's pretty much just run drop um and you can jump over a couple things and it it is about like encouraging momentum and verticality through parkour Uh, as the the vehicle for that and it does it really well it takes a little bit of getting used to again because it is a little bit dated in some of its mechanics but part of that is also because some of it is kind of gated behind skills Uh, That you get for like agility. Um, The the higher your agility is, the more stuff you do. Agility related, like parkouring, you get like it. Things become a little bit more, I guess, lubricated for your forward momentum. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Uh, But it really comes alive once you get your survivor rank to. 12 because that's when you get the grappling hook yeah the grappling hook (laughs) and so i've been i've been playing it on hard uh i have one of the dlcs was like the ranger bow and arrows blueprint so you can make a bow and arrows from the get-go yeah and i love bows and arrows in games in general like when destiny 2 had the uh forsaken dlc and it had the bows like i loved it i love archery in general So being able to start that from the get go and like go out and do night runs with a bow and arrow and a grappling hook and try to go for as long as possible across an entire stretch of land without being detected is so satisfying. The nice. apocalyptic Robin Hood. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and like you just from above, like shoot a couple <laughs> zombies down. You can go pick up your arrows yeah. uh, and then just yeah, continue along your sweet. path. That it's It's a lot of fun.
3: Does yeah. the uh, so that game has um, in most cases when you're using like a melee weapon or whatever the, the the weapons degrade and they will eventually break.
2: Does that happen with the bow in that game or no. the the oh, only okay. the only issue that the bow has is ammo consumption, which is like one replenishable through blueprints. Uh, primarily, all you need is like metal parts and nails, but also reclaiming your arrows from killed targets but you have to start keeping in mind arrows have penetration through some skulls so like they'll be sometimes dead across a lane that you shot through um when oh, you expect wow. them to be in the corpse oh, but nice. if you keep that in mind you can go and kind of uh, pick up your ammo again and keep going that's cool uh yeah I, so is it it's, limited it, to
1: how many arrows you can hold at a specific time
2: yes so i've found so far the cap of There are four different types of arrows that I've seen so far. There's the regular arrow or, like, just the base arrow because there are three names for it. It's complicated based on DLC. It was, like, arrow and then regular arrow and then ranger arrow. (laughs) But those are all the same, like, kinetic damage, basically. Then you have exploding arrows, incendiary ammos, and then electric ammo or arrows. Uh, The uh, regular ammos, I've seen the cap of ammo be at, like, 60. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, so if you were really able to stock up on some stuff like that, you can go for a really long time that's cool. without having to worry about it. Yeah. And so you don't have to worry about durability that way. But the trade-off is like if you get caught, you need to get out of there or deal with stuff quickly. But that's where yeah. like your melee abilities come in. For sure.
0: Yeah. Um Oh, go ahead, Wes. I know you've been playing this game mm-hmm. too. So. Yeah, well, yeah. I was really just cool. gonna say I
3: I started I picked it back up too. Um, I never finished it either. I um played it. I only played maybe like not quite half of it originally. Um, but I was looking for something to play, uh, co-op with um, Pearson's, and so mm-hmm. we ended up picking it up again. Uh, recently, obviously, Dying Light Two just had their their showcase, yep. and um, so people were kind of like, oh yeah, Dying Light, yeah, that had co-op. Yeah, you can play that whole game, the entire campaign, with up to four people. Yeah, it's really yeah. good, really good co-op. So, so I was just curious
2: have you have you been playing it all co-op with anybody or just solo? A lot, a lot of it co-op. Honestly, um, probably half of the time that I, no, three quarters of the time I've been playing. Actually, earlier wow. tonight before we were recording, uh, was with the Splunkers. I was playing with uh, oh, okay. Ryan and Chris. Uh, we were just going through, and I had gone up a little bit ahead of them. So there's, I don't want to say too much, but there's a point in the story in which you lose all of your equipment in your inventory for a scenario. And I was literally at that spot in my save for my personal file. And so I went to go join each of them But it had saved my progress, even though they were behind me, and so I would join their games and have literally no (laughs) (laughs) history. So I'm just like, all right, I got my feet, I got my fists, uh, I got my blueprints. Let's figure this shit out. Uh, And (laughs) so I. uh, there was this part where I was just running through it sliding and kicking people on the leg and doing drop kicks. Drop kicks are fantastic for this game. Yeah. I was just going <laughs> to say like, flying, how great dude. are the drop kicks in that
3: game? You can, like drop kick a guy and he like, just he Bionic. like shoots into space almost like feels <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. flying 50 feet it's back.
2: So comical. <laughs> there was a great moment where I was, uh we were just running out of the tower, which is like the main hub in dying light. And I was like heading North jump. I was running on some rooftops and then I dropped down to like, I had a, a map marker say, hey, there's a survivor nearby who needs you to save them. So i drop down from the roof, drop kick a dude, and punt him probably 30 to 40 feet into a spike pit. Oh, <laughs> <And> <laughs> Just stand up and like, hey, what's up? Just like, no problem whatsoever. So like it really, it gives you like great, satisfying moments like that. And it feels a lot of times, it feels like what Doom can feel like uh, with forward momentum, but it adds a lot of verticality to it. Yeah. Uh, where Doom Eternal tried to add more verticality, but it felt like stilted and jammed in. Uh, not bad, but this is like all about that forward momentum, both uh, horizontally and vertically. And yeah, it's it's so much fun with friends too. Uh, finding stuff and just having so many goofy moments together.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really cool to be seeing games like this and horizon getting like a second life after the sequels have been announced and people getting hyped from the trailers totally phenomenon
1: yeah yeah i mean thinking about giving horizon another shot now that i've
0: did you beat it or did you kind of bounce off of it or something
1: uh so i played it i played it like a month or two i i not like at launch but i played it a little bit after breath of yeah. the wild so mm, yeah, and i was just problem. like i was
0: just like i'm yep. mm, an occurrence <laughs>
1: that and the, the beginning game. is
0: so slow is it slow. is it's got like a five hour prologue like, yeah yeah I, I got to the I,
1: desert and i was like you know what i'm not really digging this that much i keep hearing good things about like the later half in the story but these fight these flying robots are Kick in my butt, and I just <laughs> am not feeling it right now. So I put Fair it
5: down.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got like three quarters of the way through that game, but fell off. But similarly, it was like, I played Breath of the Wild before. I played them slightly simultaneously, and I was like, alright, I want to play Breath of the Wild because it's Breath of the Wild. And that mm-hmm. ended up being like, tied with Bloodborne as my favorite game of all time. So it's really hard to play another game that came out around the same time that has a lot of the same considerations mechanically yeah. it, it it's just not the same i i really
3: hope that um forbidden west doesn't drop around the same time as breath of the wild too oh, <laughs> it's all a game. Oh. Yeah, it seems oh. like they're they're like taking you know taking uh steps to try to you know improve some of the traversal stuff that the first one was missing you know that breath of the totally. wild got so right with like the climbing and the you know the the, the paraglider and everything else um, you mean like
1: just making it hook? feel a lot more like breath of the wild because that's yep. literally what they're doing
2: <laughs> yeah well but... that's the thing is breath of the wild didn't have a grappling hook
0: mm, yeah
1: but breath of no. the wild too might
2: well for sure but yeah. that's the thing is like seeing seeing their their consideration to go in that direction like the combination that they showed yeah in that gameplay reveal was like okay grappling hook glider grappling hook glider like okay you can get a lot more yeah free flow in yeah, combat sure. which seems way more appealing to me
1: i'm excited for the crazy like bits of platforming that you'll be able to do. And then mm-hmm. the, the swimming looks really sick, honestly. Like yeah. Yeah. being able to like launch off of stuff underwater. Like you don't get to do that very often in games. Like hold on to something, launch off and get a good boost through water. Like that just doesn't happen. So that looked sick. And then just like having her with like her little rebreather 007 thing that she had, that was cool. And then just seeing like the big whale like machine go through the water that thing was cool yeah for
0: the,
2: sure the closest thing i can think of is like dead space with its uh platform traversal when like you would look at a direction and just jump that way okay oh uh, yeah that's the, kind of the closest thing i can think of that would really line up that way but yeah it definitely feels, looks a lot more natural and better yeah mm-hmm.
3: eventually all open world games are just going to be like just cause three you <laughs> know <laughs> You're gonna have a grappling hook. You're gonna have a, a, a parachute. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a. You're gonna have a jetpack. That's and great. The... <laughs> people love that stuff.
1: Am I the only one that like really, really, really loved Just Cause Two, but like bounced off of the other ones afterwards?
3: No, I think a lot of people bounced off of.
1: The newer ones honestly just cause 2 was like a, a perfect game like it was Especially near poor. impossible to a hundred percent because you had to blow up like every small tiny like container everywhere in the world but i mean just the traversal yeah. in that game like it was enough it didn't need the the wingsuit and it didn't need a jet pack it was fine where <laughs> it was at
2: i had a friend who was really into into just cause 3.
0: Hmm um well yeah uh just moving right along uh i'll pass it to wes uh what have you been playing man?
3: oh boy i've been playing a mishmash of a whole bunch of stuff because oh, i really? can't seem to settle on anything i i finally did settle on on call of the sea so i'll talk about call of the oh, sea nice. so <clears throat> you guys know call of the sea you know yeah. anything about the
0: joey cisco talking about it shout out yeah
3: joey joey's a big fan um so Call of the Sea is kind of like a callback to what I would say like would be like an old school um, adventure game, kind of like mm. myth. So it's a it's a in a first person um, uh, perspective. You're you're walking around and um, the crux of this game is puzzles, 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 not puzzles like uh, like something like The Witness. But you're yeah. actually mov- you're 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 moving through a story. There's six chapters you move through. You play as a woman named Nora. Her husband has left on an expedition, an expedition looking for the cure for a disease that Nora is suffering from. And um, he kind of disappeared. And so you're trying to find out what happened to him. And you've tracked him to this mysterious island. It's got all these crazy ruins all around. And you, you find you kind of pick up his trail and you're trying to figure out what happened to him on this island as you go through. And uh, the storyline is—I won't spoil it—but it's very good. Um, There are some some kind of light Cthulhu-esque trappings in there uh, here and there, Um, but uh, it's it's an interesting story. Um, And uh, but it's it's kind of you're you're just walking around trying to find Mm -hmm. clues and. reading, like, notes and things that you find that were left behind. And then um, you there's a lot of kind of environmental clues that you'll, you'll notice. You'll see, like, it's something that's highlighted or an icon on it. Um, and um, the character will comment on, like, oh, this looks interesting. This looks like it has something to do with that over there or whatever. And then sh- you've got a notebook, and every time that you make an observation that's uh, related to one of the puzzles, the notebook will fill in uh, kind of, like, very cool something with like a with like a new clue and and so yeah. when you finally go to solve the puzzle that you need to solve to get to the next area you're supposed to reference you know what's in what's in your notebook um the puzzles are really really hard in this okay, game I they're ask. not they're not,
0: <laughs> they're, the not they're, they're
3: they're there's definitely a logic to them but the logic isn't always well defined and mm-hmm. so um in some cases i was like okay i think i understand what i'm trying to be doing here but in some cases it's like okay we're going to give you these ciphers and you have to use these ciphers to decipher this text on the wall and that's going to give you the clue that you need to solve this puzzle but you're like i don't understand this cipher i don't understand what you're wanting me to do with it yeah the old
0: paper and pencil so
3: yeah, I, I will admit that I had to, I had to get some help for uh, a few of the puzzles to get through to the end because they are really, really tough. And then when you finally you're like, oh, is that what I'm supposed to do? Okay, I didn't really put that together, but uh, okay, I see, yeah. I can see it now.
1: Thanks for um, uh, letting me know, because good old smooth brain over here ain't gonna be playing that <laughs> game. I am way <laughs> too dumb.
0: I'll watch you walk through, you know.
3: Yeah. No, the, 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 the other, other thing i say... interesting,
1: though. It really mm-hmm. does.
3: It's an interesting game it's it's um it's a game that you definitely want to go into just um, you know, not tired because you know you're gonna need to yeah. think and you're gonna need That's to cool kind of like too. be sharp. uh the yeah. other thing I'll say about about it is um, I like the character like so she's always commenting everything that she picks up almost everything that she's looking at she makes a comment about, and she's always kind of like having this kind of. I don't know if it's supposed to be an inner monologue or if she's actually saying these things to herself.
5: Carol,
3: um, <laughs> yeah, just about. Um, but the kind of delivery isn't always really
2: oh, apt dang. or appropriate for the situations going on.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: So she'll I've be been like playing another game like that that's had delivery <laughs> didn't quite line up with the situation.
3: Yeah, and it it kind of takes you out of it a bit, and so yeah, that was yeah. kind of my one of my. It's a very kind of minor gripe. I'm like, I wouldn't say like don't play this game because of the delivery. Like, there's nothing wrong with right. the VO. It's just kind of like the way it's delivered. It's like, oh, Sometimes. oh, we're we're just we're just finding out that that some person may have murdered somebody else, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, oh, well, that's too bad.
5: <laughs> oh, I just,
3: all right. And it's like, no, this is like kind of serious stuff here. You know, maybe you should like. It's it, also it's you're standing in the easy. middle. Of, you're also standing in the middle of a hurricane. You think that like uh, you know it would be some kind of urgency or tension hey, here, but there's she's not. Just
1: staying so.
0: cool-headed,
1: man. <laughs> she's calm yeah, under composed. pressure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but um, no, go ahead. Did uh, without spoilers, I mean, did you find the conclusion to the story um, fulfilling? Like, was it worth the the effort to go through the difficult puzzles?
3: I think so because it it um, cool. there it gives you kind of an option at the end on how you want like you have to make a decision at the end gotcha. on what you want to do and um, um, I, I the way that it wrapped up for me was pretty satisfying. I didn't have any qualms with it. Definitely, uh, I definitely still had some questions by the time I got to the end mm-hmm. about some of the things that were going on that it didn't explain quite as well as I would have liked, but. Overall, I mean, it, it's the story is interesting enough and kind of unique enough that I wasn't too bothered by it. I'm like, OK, well, this is at least this is something different. This isn't something I've experienced. This isn't something like, OK, I'm totally going to guess what's going to happen at the end of this. It, it definitely kind of had me had me guessing all the way to the end. Also, awesome.
1: it's because yeah. you didn't like read the ciphers all the way through and learn the languages <laughs> that they made up. That's why you were, we're that's why you had questions the at the end. Is because you couldn't understand the lore because you couldn't read it.
3: Yeah. That <laughs> was yeah. I was too smooth brained for this game, apparently. <laughs>
0: um who's the developer on this one again?
2: Uh, it's a it's, good question. I had I just had it up. It is Nope. It's uh out of the blue is the developer and raw fury is the publisher.
0: Do we know any other games that this they've is done before? currently the only game that they have oh okay what else they has
2: do Raw
3: have,
5: done?
3: they do have they another game because there's a there's a trophy reference to one of their other games um Um, like it it, like it gives you like a vision or something of like something and it's like oh yeah this happened in like one of the other game one of our other games and it's like oh
0: it's
3: like you you opened a portal to arcadia or something
1: i'm uh
0: okay i don't know
3: what arcadia is but that sounds kind of cool i don't know
1: (laughs) uh didn't they have like rare devs on this or something i feel like rare had a connection to this uh to this game for some reason you know to my knowledge okay i don't know never mind maybe i'm thinking of something else
0: well, uh, on a scale of Broken Age to Return of the Oberdin, where do you place this game. Is that
1: like <laughs> Broken Age being bad and Oberdin being yeah, good
0: I guess or sucks <laughs> <laughs> like or adventure age. game logic? Oh, you have to put the sandals with wings on them on the bottom of the ladder to make it float so you can get to the clouds at the top. It's you know, it's from a like... different era. <laughs> yeah. It's a different generation
2: of puzzle game for sure. I, I got I halfway actually, through uh, that game,
1: and I was like, you know what? These puzzles don't really make sense, so I yeah. fell off of it. Yeah. But I didn't think Field it was launch, bad. Right. I just, like... It just bad, was bad, Jonah. I was too smooth-brained. Maybe you're <laughs> yeah, maybe man. you're a little bit <laughs> as smooth-brained as I am. You ever think about that? <laughs> so maybe. I mean, so I beat you in, other, in E3 trivia. In
2: uh, they've done... They've published, like, Star Renegades, Gone or Two... Kingdom New Lands, uh, oh, okay, cool, a bunch of stuff, yeah.
1: I've never heard of any of those games.
2: You haven't? No. Do no. you, you play game at all? Yes. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> not.
0: Apparently <laughs> not. <laughs> they do a lot of cool stuff. Well, uh, okay. So, what, was the what answer I was to the question was, yeah.
3: What I was gonna say is, I actually wrote a, a rather lengthy review for this game oh. over on the uh, over on the Discord. Um, so if anybody that's in the Discord is interested in like reading my kind of like longer form thoughts on the game, you can do that over there. Um to uh cut to the chase. I ended up scoring the game an eight out of ten. Oh. Nice. So it's a good game, oh, it's not good. without its flaws. Um, but uh yeah, it's not a long game. I think it's like six or seven hours, hmm. depending yeah. on how long you're stuck on the puzzle. But
2: uh, yeah, and only twenty yeah. bucks. So yeah. pretty good uh, ratio there.
1: Is it on Game Pass?
3: It was on Game Pass. I don't know if it it still is.
2: Yeah, I remember it for a little while at least being on there. Yeah, I can't
1: get Game Pass to open up on my PC. It just shows a white screen, so I need to figure out how to fix that. That's not your fault. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: really bad.
1: Oh, okay. That's a common thing that's happening?
2: Probably. (laughs) I mean, Microsoft (laughs) Store is not good or useful or reliable. Okay, so So just... It could be
0: impacting you that way. Okay. Did you uh, have another game last you wanted to talk about? just
3: real briefly i've been Mm. i've been tooling around with mass effect as well um my first time through um and uh yeah i've been enjoying it i i only sunk maybe like five or six hours in so far um i just got through the citadel uh so i'm back out i'm kind of like okay where should we go now because everything's opened up and i can go where i want to go and check out what i want to check out and um it's interesting because I didn't expect the game to like when you get to the citadel it's like okay you've had like two party members here's another four <laughs> right oh, like wow. within it within an hour of each other I don't here you go that. and so now wow. i've got like all but one party member <laughs> and i really wasn't expecting that so i was kind of yeah. like uh i don't know who to take because decisions. they all look
1: they all look really cool, and you just yeah.
0: kind of
3: dumped
1: them in my lap. So
0: Good problem to have, I guess.
1: Have you gotten to yeah. drive the uh, the Mako yet?
3: No, because I they don't give you that until you're kind of like back out to space, and I stopped basically right at the end before okay. I could start doing that stuff. So I'm 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 going to be doing that very soon. I think I, I follow- hear that it's not that much better than it used to be but i never played it originally so i don't know how bad it was
1: i think i was driving around there was like a worm monster thing coming out of the ground that was like trying to attack me and i was like this thing drives like crap i'm done (laughs) and that was like my end point with mass effect (laughs) one i i kind of want to try two just because everyone's like two is so good it's the best game ever oh my god and i feel like if mass effect didn't have two to like hold itself up on i don't think it'd be that great of a trilogy <laughs> i think everyone really likes mass effect 2 and 2 then, is the
2: best of the trilogy for and sure. then
1: 1 and 3 just kind of add on to 2 a little bit and yeah i don't think it's necessarily one- a good trilogy
3: the one thing i'll say about uh mass effect one is um if you played like dragon age origins back in the day mm-hmm. like i can see a lot of the kind of like under trimming of dragon age origin yeah. and mass effect well, one so i feel like i'm i definitely feel like i'm going back to that era of game you know it feels and I, a
2: lot like kotor
3: yeah and i okay i never played kotor oh yeah so it, it, that
2: is the the era golden age of bioware is, is kotor but i but i
3: really liked dragon age one so i'm oh, kind yeah, of it was like good. yeah i'm like yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of digging it so it's the the, the my comments about the game like it, it's obvious, like from the environments and stuff, they did a lot to like pep that up, like the 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 water effects and stuff and the reflections. I'm sure there's a lot more of that kind of thing that they, they added in to kind of like make the environments look a lot better. Um, the the voice acting is phenomenal and the writing is phenomenal. Nice. Oh, yeah. So that stands the test of time easily. Yeah,
2: like, it's, it's very, very impressive. It's the game, like the gameplay in general and the combat that doesn't age very well. Yeah, it's not what you're pretty there pretty for. Weird. It's not bad, but it it's it's a little bit more focused on heavy RPG, mm-hmm. uh, whereas the other games become a little bit more action oriented, and it feels better to play. Whereas the first one just does not feel great to play.
3: Yeah, it just feels really stiff, and yep. and the. Over you know, is bad. <laughs> The shooting is is it's like yeah I shot that guy I could tell like I you know I shot him and I hit him but um, it's just yeah I, I don't know it's, it's it's got a it's got a stiffness and kind of a jankiness to it that mm-hmm. is is you know I'm sure is got to be better in the later games
2: <laughs> yeah two yeah. is definitely where they learn to kind of perfect that it does though like the whole story with like Anderson and Shepard and the uh, and Saren and all that like that story is fantastic.
3: Oh yeah, the characters yeah, are, I are great. I I picked up Rex, and I'm like, you're at my party for
0: sure because you seem awesome. Shepard.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, he seems pretty badass. So, uh, that's about cool. it for me. Yeah. Um, I just had a little short one. I'll go through real quick because I'm looking forward to talking about what Jonah's been playing. But uh, <laughs> I uh, just today actually put a few hours into this game. It's like an indie game. On PC that just went out of early access called Griftlands. Have you guys heard yeah. about this at all? Clay yeah.
2: Entertainment. Yeah. Oh, that's I my
0: Clay. I didn't even notice. That's yeah. Really cool. I bought
2: that on. Or it was in early access for about a year on Epic Game Store.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really impressed with it so far. Yeah. Um, every once in a while, I get these games that just kind of like, like sell me on genres that I normally don't like, like. You know, uh-huh. 80s on roguelikes or Breath of the Wild on open world games. Um, but then it's a double-edged sword because I don't like any other games in that genre. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, I've tried these like roguelike deck builders before, like Slay the Spire and Monster Train and stuff. I just kind of bounce off of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Grifland's really cool because it has um, it's got more of a focus on um Characters and story, Mm -hmm. um, even though it is a roguelike and uh, the kind of the gimmick of the gameplay is that you have the option most of the time to solve conflicts, either through negotiation or battle, Um, so you can kind of like intimidate or persuade people to do what you want instead of just beating the crap out of them but um mm-hmm. you have like a uh, a deck um for each of those types of interactions so it's kind of like up to you to decide like which one you want to kind of focus on and uh, get bonuses for um what's but the I just did, Sorry it's like sci-fi kind of almost kind of think like something like Borderlands or Outer Worlds it's like this dystopian oh, sci-fi like okay. yeah. interplanetary yeah. travel yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, kind of similar to Void Bastards, right?
0: Well, maybe in the art style, yeah, in like the not, art not the style, not yeah. not
1: gameplay, but like in the art style and yeah. setting. Yeah. It's like very graphic. Oh, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think I remember seeing this at like mm-hmm. some sort of showcase. I think it was at mm-hmm. E3 a few years ago. Yeah, and I was like, I don't really care for deck builder games, but this mm-hmm. looks super interesting because yeah. you really build the deck on more than just combat because it's Mm -hmm. like all about the narrative choices that you have too as well yeah yeah Yeah, uh, conversation
0: conversation is
2: how you play your hand basically that's cool that's cool um
0: the other interesting thing about it uh is that you can establish a relationship with literally every NPC in the game on a scale of hate to love and If you make them love you, then you get a passive bonus that helps you out of combat. Like, I got one that's, like, the first attack of every battle, you do an extra five damage or something like that. Um, But if you make someone hate you, then you get the opposite, which is, like, a permanent passive debuff, um, which really sucks. Um, Like, I got one uh, that just really messed me up because I was building a deck around stacking bleeding damage, and it made every... Uh, attack I had that caused a status effect cost twice as much action points to use. Um, So it completely crippled me. So kind of balancing that interaction it's like, hey, do I like literally kill this guy or do I just beat the crap out of him and let him get away or do I help him out and like actually fix his problems instead of trying to extort him or do I just intimidate him into doing what I want and they all have like different
1: consequences. So. You, you need to go around and become the ultimate space gigolo.
0: Yeah, for sure. There you go. That's unfortunate. Seduction isn't an option.
1: <laughs> Have everyone love you. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: why um, it should be
1: called ultimate space juggalo. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just to give an example of an encounter. Um, I got attacked by a crony, uh, like the main bad guy I'm going after. And it happened in a bar. So before I initiated combat with this character, I had the option to try to persuade the bouncer at the bar to fight with me, because he was intimidated this guy because he's a servant of the local crime lord. And you're basically like, dude, like, you're the bouncer here. It's your job. Are you, you going to help me fight this guy? And that initiates one of these negotiation battles to persuade mm-hmm. him. And if you're successful, then he joins you in your party to fight the boss so that was really cool oh, yeah i'm pretty cool. impressed with it so far it's really interesting
1: interesting
0: yeah, yeah
2: i picked it for my fantasy critic game draft uh oh nice punks because no one knew about that game and everyone was sleeping on it was i love yeah. play entertainment uh, mm-hmm. they've made so many great games like invisible ink and don't starve and don't Starve together yeah. that it seemed based on what i'd seen it seemed like an easy Easy sell and it's yeah. like it's one of those things similar to Supergiant with Hades, like it's one of those one of those the, the studio that knows how to do early access right mm-hmm. and yeah. get the proper feedback from their community mm-hmm. and it's it's lovely.
3: Mm-hmm. So quick quick question just so I form a kind of like appropriate mental image. So when you're going around talking to people, is it kind of like an isometric perspective? Or no, what's, the, what's um, the actual, like, perspective, the camera's yeah. perspective of this so,
0: game? there's, like, an overworld map, and nodes appear on it of places you can go to interact with things. So you click on the node. Sometimes they're time-sensitive. Sometimes you have a choice of one or the other, and the other option goes away. And then once you click on a node, you kind of go into, like, almost like a first-person view of like an interior of a location whether or not it's a bar or someone's house or something and mm-hmm. there's npcs just hanging out and you like click on the one that you want to interact with and then it's like the side-by-side like portraits of like dialogue so
1: okay i'm gonna okay. like
0: a bunch of different adventure game conceits yeah yeah yeah
1: how much is it gotcha
0: um, it's only $20 and it's on sale right now for like 15 yeah. bucks. So uh,
2: it's all it's on Switch right now. It's on sale for 15 bucks on Switch. It's on mm. PC or like it just released in Steam, I think on PS4. It's yeah. like all over the place. Okay,
0: cool. And yeah, yeah, I don't know if I said it, but it did just come out of Early Access. So it's like finished. Um, Sweet. but yeah, it's like overwhelmingly positive on Steam. So Heck yeah, I just wish
2: other places would review it so I could get my <laughs> fantasy critic boost. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, I had another question. Is its it? Is it... Kind of roguelite-ish? Yeah. It is a roguelite. Oh, okay. Um,
0: but it's it's very interesting because it's got, like, a very, like, pretty, like, meaty story that is going to take you, like, I mean, I played it for, like, three hours and, like, I didn't finish a run. Um, And the story plays out differently depending on your mm-hmm. choices. And there's three different playable characters that each have their own story. So it's a lot of content. Oh,
2: that's cool. Yeah, it's so, very okay. complex. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really cool. Interesting
0: interesting yep. uh, it's got a it's got um like a story focus mode too if you just don't really want to deal with the headache of the rng of the deck building system and getting screwed by that and just want to yeah gotcha cool well uh yeah so uh i'm pretty excited to hear from jonah because if you've listened to our previous episodes of the podcast you know how big of a D fan i am and jonah has apparently played D and D for the first time oh not yes. quite not
1: the first time <laughs> Oh, okay. Not the first time, but it has been the first time in a long time. Like I haven't played it, in like I want to say like three years, four years. Did yeah.
3: hell Did hell freeze over? <laughs> I mean, like, what was the what was
1: the occasion? I was camping, so I didn't have time to play board games. So, or I didn't have the time to play video games, but we played mm. a bunch of board games.
2: Hell yeah, that's awesome.
0: It's so, kind of like a undertaking though to bring D on a camping trip whose uh, idea was that
2: it, it,
0: the idea okay so
1: i it, it's it's a bit of a story so i'll i'll kind of burn through it really start fast. from the beginning start from the, the back beginning. way back way back <laughs>
3: the dark and stormy night <laughs> in <when> england
1: <laughs> sneezing while we were camping because i have bad allergies um anyway so we were playing do you have you guys ever heard of a game called talisman it's a board game. Oh, a very, yeah, dude. Very expensive board yeah, game.
0: Played on PC with my wife.
1: Okay, so we were playing, <laughs> you know like, the board game. game with a bunch of expansions, and the, the PC version is, like, way cheaper. My buddy Sam, he spent over $400 on just this board game with its expansions and, like, figurines
0: and all sorts of stuff. You need, like, a football field to, like, lay that whole game out, especially with the so, you know those,
1: You know those, like, white tables that, they have at, like yeah. potlucks and stuff. We had two, of, yeah. We mm-hmm. had two of those side by side, and it took up the entire thing with the expansions on each corner.
2: Let me talk to you about Twilight Imperium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm
1: I'm sure my buddy Sam has that game. Um, anyway, we played that game for like four hours, and we oh, yeah. weren't even close to like going into <laughs> yeah. the second section of the thing. Like the yeah. whole you have to set up like a whole day just to play that one game Mm -hmm. it's it was fantastic though and so we're like we're going through and like people are coming back and we're getting ready to like make dinner and stuff and it's like okay we gotta we gotta rush we're just gonna do battle royale and everyone (laughs) like has to roll to go towards each other and there's like a werewolf and um a grim reaper and you can roll Mm -hmm. them to like attack people too and so we kill each other one by one, and I was like, you know what, this is super fun. What if we just did like a D and D battle royale, and everyone that was playing with me, they're like, that's a good idea. So <laughs> we all uh, we all rolled characters on our phones on like an app, and we all built level uh, ten characters based off of like um, the version five or whatever it is of D and D like S R D. And so, uh, we rolled those characters and we used some of the figurines cause we, we were just camping at, um, my buddy, Sam's, his parents have a lot of property. So we were like relatively close, uh, mm. to his house. Cause cause of COVID you can't go to campsite group campsites. So, right. um, we were there, we set up a board with a grid on it and then we selected figurines from the talisman um game and we rolled our characters and i created this awesome barbarian he was um a level 10 barbarian dragonborn um I think... and i caden you're gonna love you're gonna love his great sword <clears throat> that i designed it starts at the top and it's got like a hook at the top and it comes down and it's like it's (laughs) (laughs) it's somewhat phallic shaped some might say um and it was designed by uh some uh professionally forged dwarves and it's a damascus blade um Mm -hmm. from the the land of phallus and it's the Felician longsword, is what I called oh, it. I haven't
0: heard of this expansion. The, yet. Is, the, uh, is uh, this the, a sneak preview you got the, for Wizards? The, <laughs> the Felician great blade, mm-hmm. I I called it. Oh man! And we uh, will work that into my campaign now.
3: <laughs> was, your, was your character's name Richard?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Richard uh, the Dragonborn.
1: But anyway, uh, I equip my I equip my guy with these. Uh you're probably going to know what boots I'm talking about but they like let you jump twice as far as fast. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah. I well, I don't remember the name but yeah.
1: I equipped those and so because I was a barbarian and I wasn't wearing any armor, I was I had like uh, uh a low armor um score or whatever.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. armor but class.
1: I, uh, yeah, I was really fast. So I could run forty paces instead of thirty, like most people. Power run people, yeah. <laughs> and so we created an, a, an arena, and I ran twenty. I ran twenty paces, and then I jumped another sixty, and I pulled <laughs> out my. I pulled out two throwing axes at the same time, and got double critical hits. No, Like, I rolled two nat 20s John in a row, Wick. and I uh, nailed this guy it. in the chest with both, and I did, like, 40 damage on my first oh, turn, and it was so sick, and then I went into, like, Fury Rage, and so I just, like, st- I, like, stood yeah. there, and I, like,
0: went full Super now, Saiyan. It was awesome. Were you awesome. playing with someone who, like, already had a handle on the rules, or were you guys just trying oh, to wing it So, the, the people
1: I went camping with, they have their mm-hmm. own D&D group.
0: Oh, perfect okay. they're
1: all into it and so it was me um my friend molly uh my buddy zach and my buddy sam and then a couple other uh zach's girlfriend and then our friend jessica mm-hmm. we were all doing this arena thing and um jeff and i were two newbies more or less we yeah. both had a little bit of experience but not a lot mm-hmm. and so we did that and then he was the one that I almost one-shotted at the beginning, so yeah. that was that was awesome.
0: That's great. Um, I do have to say, I just love the element of D and D where you add your own lore and flavor to your greatsword because mechanically, your dick sword is no different <laughs> than a regular greatsword. Um, but it's that's a the a backstory.
1: Blade, thank <laughs> yeah. you very
0: much. <laughs> That's not sound so legit to A Felician blade, you my, know. My Felician greatsword. <laughs> yeah, it's the
2: it's the little things that gave it personality, and like especially because I've DM'd and played D anD D too, and it's like I have players that I totally encourage like make a, a, any like cosmetic or s- weird potential yeah. description that you want for this. Just make it your own, mm-hmm. please. And yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah, so um it didn't have any special a, uh...
1: attributes other than it being
0: the shape of Oh
2: yeah, it doesn't need it. All right, yeah. It's just a great sword. It's, <laughs> <good job done. laughs> it's the greatest
0: sword, some might say. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about this um book coming out in a couple I think it's in November called uh uh I can't remember what it's called, but it's by a third-party publisher called Cobalt Press, but they're working oh, with all Cobalt these Press. Yeah, they're working with all these um fantasy writers and game designers like people like Patrick Rothfuss and like asking them Mm. to design magic items but they're bringing back like this kind of old system I think that was an older edition of D&D where you have magic items that actually develop with you and like Mm -hmm. evolve new powers and so sick yeah to me that's just way more interesting than like oh I have a plus two longsword now well plus one longsword see you later so I would do that with my players in certain uh, yeah. campaigns, some might say yeah.
1: my longsword is a 12.
2: <laughs> oh my god,
1: this guy! <laughs> Have a good night, everybody! <laughs>
0: yeah, well, uh, the point I was uh, I was making, Jonah, was um, you know, it'd be funny to do a campaign with you where your Felician greatsword develops magical powers and becomes a uh, like a legendary artifact over the course of a campaign or something.
1: <laughs> fun, uh, fun to charge people fun fact to all of our listeners we have tried we didn't try hard but we have tried to somewhat get a dnd style one shot kind of thing going on in the discord and i think we might try and pick it up again since we're not going to be doing uh game club stuff in june so i think yeah that would be really fun yeah i think we'll we'll try and like focus more onto that and hopefully bring more community members in and doing
0: uh, stuff like that oh yeah oh cool. well uh is there anything else you wanted to shout out jonah that you've been playing before we move on uh
1: thank you for to all my friends for teaching me more about D and i'm excited to play more i just haven't really okay. had time to so that's great
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is great uh-huh. it's fantastic
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with that, we'll um, just take a short break, and then we'll be back with community questions. Sweet. All right. We're back from our break. So we're moving right along to community questions. Um, seeing as how it's uh, E3 season, it's right around the corner, um, we'll start off with a question coming in from Joey Cisco. Uh E3 is on the horizon. What are you hoping to see most? Um, anybody who knows me knows it's Elden Ring, baby. I've lost bets several times to Jonah on this very topic.
1: And speaking of said Elden Ring bet, Caitlin, <laughs> I mean, my bet to you... Oh, no. Is, it's happening again. I think we might see... Maybe something tiny, a teeny weeny, teeny weeny. Maybe a little teeny weeny. Flash at the Xbox showcase, <laughs> or even a they flash. even they say Elden Ring, weeny? and if you're you like, it's Ugh. gonna be like
2: five seconds. Wow. It makes
1: your heart stop for a second. But my bet uh-huh. is, Elden Ring's not necessarily gonna be at E3, but. True. big papa Jeff Keeley mm-hmm. will be holding it in his soft supple delicate hands <laughs> to show you
0: during Summer Man Game moisturizes. Fest
2: wow you really think Keeley
0: got Elden Ring oh I don't so are we think... betting if it's showing up at E3 or yeah, Summer I, th- Games Fest? I think
1: I think what you're going to see of Elden Ring this year if it's there it's going to be at Summer Game Fest
0: did you come oh. prepared with steaks?
3: And why? Why do you think that? I, I'm just curious. What is your What is your thesis behind this? This idea? Gut
0: instinct.
1: Exactly. Why the hell not? <laughs> Bets are fun. Kaden and I. We. I. I I'm not. going Oh yeah.
3: Say... I'm not. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just. I'm just wondering what your <laughs> logic
1: is there. So, do you think this smooth brain has logic? I just go
2: on gut <laughs> feelings, baby. It's okay, all, well,
3: okay, right, it's a raw emotion.
2: It, no, 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 no. Emotion. Emotion. In 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 defense of Jonah, um what did we get at Game Game Awards? We got the Sekiro Shadows Die Twice reveal.
0: Oh, that did happen at the Game Awards. Forgot yeah, about it was that. revealed
2: there originally. And then it was nah. then
0: the gameplay was shown. The gameplay at was E3, at
2: Microsoft. Right, yeah. at E3. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Keely had the reveal of that game. So there is some Pre-established relationship with them.
0: Okay, what if they give a tease at the Game Awards and then, at Microsoft right. They get the full the whole well, enchilada. No, so, well,
2: so, 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 the bet is wait a whole another year for that. So, well, the so bet I, is, I think it could be like an hmm. E3 tease and then Games Fest. Game Fest is like you could you could do like the reverse where Game Fest hmm. has like the full either. Uh, y- see,
1: my bet is that it's going to be it's going to be at, like, the big showing is going to be at Summer Game Fest.
5: Hmm. If
1: it's not there at all, or if it's at E3, you win. Wait. That's oh, my so bet. My bet, bet, bet is that
0: it's at it's Game, up at the Game Awards, so it's, it's showing so up at the So long as E3. it has a
2: presence at Summer Game Fest, he would lose if
0: he takes that. Yeah, like even if it's just, like, a little teaser. If it's there right. at all, then you win.
1: Well, I... I, I, I think if they do show it at E3, it's going to be something mm-hmm. small. It might be yeah. like a little mm-hmm. teaser or even just like an image, like I said. But my yeah. bet is, like, if we're going to see anything substantial, it's going to be at Summer Game Fest. And if that okay. substantial bit is at an E3, of like an official E3 showcase, or it's not at either, you win. And we'll bet Mod Pizza Damn, again. No.
0: Oh, Ben pizza? Okay, I was, I yeah, that's we'll, that the sticks. We'll I'm pizza. in, dude. I can bet a pizza. I'll I'll say
2: that Bandai Namco is confirmed to be at E3.
0: All right, oh! they're on that list. They're on the they're on the last day,
2: Tuesday. <laughs> they're on that list. list. Yep. Okay. The, the devs also
1: said that uh, they're don't get your hopes up for Elden Ring at E3. So you're sure. already locked it in. Sure. It's recorded.
0: Yeah, all right, we'll see who's on top. Well, yeah, that's my E3 hopes and dreams, but what about you, Jonah?
3: He just wants to win the bet.
0: Yeah,
4: <laughs> he <just wants> pizza. <laughs> my big hope. And I went
0: coloring not to be at E3, he just <laughs> wants pizza. Um, yeah. I mean, so you guys
1: know pizza. me, I, I'm i a big Zelda fan, and right, uh, and... uh I, I obviously like PlayStation because I've got my PS5 sitting off out of frame Mm -hmm. but there are two things that i'm super super excited to see first off i am praying and i am hoping and i am dreaming that sam fisher is not dead and just this (laughs) ubisoft ghost that's floating between ips
2: in this new fisher. mobile game
3: <laughs> don't you guys have phones? <laughs> Look, you, could, you broke his heart
2: rob that they're oh. gonna deliver yet another disappointing delivery of sam fisher because i'm with you jonah yeah. how infuriating it is like come on
3: Sam he's Fisher is Bobo. now the king of the pirates in skull and
5: Bones. <laughs> got to avoid the noise. It's, the just, it's just Sam
1: Fisher on like a, a battleship, like a modern day battleship in golden like a pirate captain. He has an eye patch uh, on, I and that, he's that, like, "I'm not, yeah. I'm not a snake." He's got a t shirt that I says, went, "I'm not a snake."
0: I went from three eyes to one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had like three eye patches on his forehead. Just an eye patch on
1: one of his goggles. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel that pain too. Like, I kind of want that now, to be honest. I, with. I feel it too. Every okay. every year. Yeah. So my second. <laughs> so thing...
1: are you hoping to see? Uh... Oh, oh yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm, I'm curious to what your question.
2: Well,
0: is. Well, you know, Nintendo does its own things with the directs, but they do have a show floor presence at E3. Are we hoping to see? Breath of the Wild demo at E3, like a, I, a Treehouse Live. I'm not. I'm not getting my hopes up for for Breath of the Wild too. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, like,
1: I mm. don't get me wrong. I really, really want it there. Jonah. But like, if I it's don't, if I have the expectation that it's not going to be there, and it is there, then I'm just going to be
2: like blown for the yeah. worst. For the worst. Yeah. So that's the thing. Is with the, what was it, the 2017 or 2016 E3 that was all Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah, 2016. Yeah. 2016, because it was the year before, and then the yeah. year after, 2017, it was uh, Mario Odyssey. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, do you think COVID has uh, any impact on it being a potential presence at, e, like, an E3 thing? Because it's all digital now, and they've got that 40-minute, like, on the 15th, they have the 40-minute direct. Do you think they spend a good portion of that, or do you think they do like a fall or late summer thing specifically focused on like Breath of the Wild?
1: Okay, so if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna. See, the, the it's Nintendo, so you can't think about uh-huh. it logically. You, you just can't uh-huh. think about it logically. What I want to be like is, well, it's Zelda's 35th anniversary. They need to bring Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 to E3 for the 35th anniversary. It's literally one of the best-selling Zeldas ever. And right. they needed to just, like, Zelda everywhere. Yay, Zelda, Zelda, All Zelda, Zelda. All the pieces
2: Zelda. line up. Damn. But
1: you know, you know they're going to be like, it's Nintendo Zelda's Marvel, 35th anniversary. Zelda it's <laughs> zelda's 35th anniversary but hold on one second
0: we don't care yeah um, i just maybe. feel like
3: Go ahead, Wes. i was gonna say maybe they finally at least give us like wind waker and twilight princess hd yeah be yeah. yeah. like, fine. That's hoping
2: I'll
5: for
2: it. For. So <laughs> i hoping there have been like confirmations of that earlier on this year so we'll see
1: so yeah. I, they're gonna they're gonna talk about how proud they are of Zelda and hmm, whatever. But they're gonna <laughs> they
2: gonna... <laughs> Numa's gonna go up their head, Zelda. <laughs> Zelda, I get
1: it. And he's gonna be like But here's Metroid Prime 4. And so that that's wow. that's that's my theory for Nintendo. I I don't I just don't think Zelda's going to be there. I think they're gonna it's gonna be a very lackluster year <laughs> for Zelda. Do
2: you think Metroid Prime 4 is going to be there before Breath of the Wild do? Wow. You want to bet it, on uh... it? I mean,
0: yes, I will Beats bet up. on that. <laughs> Oh. Well, well, well. Look Holy moly. If it's been like quite a time to show <laughs> up. Yeah, right I know. To Show your face around it, these it, parts if again. If it isn't the <laughs>
1: saucy Aussie
0: himself. All right, quick. Steven, you, oh, he doesn't have his headphones oh. on. Okay, and then the it second- He hear us yet. Oh, a suspense. The, the second I, thing I, I wanted to,
1: to say for my E3 prediction is I really want to see what uh, Microsoft has been cooking with, like, just totally. simmering on with all of these uh, first-party publishers or uh, first-party studios that they bought. Like, I, I love Fallout, and I love a lot of the IPs that Bethesda has. I don't care. I want to see what Microsoft has. <laughs> I don't but, care. But, I don't want to see. They
0: do have Bethesda now.
1: They do have Bethesda, and I don't care. I don't care what Bethesda is going to bring to the table. Go away. I do. Uh, For audio
0: (laughs) listeners, real quick, uh, we have the pleasure of being uh, joined by Stephen as a late cover to the podcast. How you doing, buddy? Welcome, Stephen. Hi. Hello, audio listeners. (laughs) Uh. Ah, that's that's (laughs) not a good one for... uh...
4: The video watches. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Uh,
0: uh, we're in our uh, community questions uh, segment, Steven, discussing our E3 hopes and dreams, and we're hotly debating whether or not Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 will show up at E3 or not.
2: Well, a, be- a bet was placed. Yeah. I, it was, it was oh, really? mostly a joke, It was fast bad. and loose. <laughs> I, 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 no, I, I want to, I want to let the terms of this bet be known.
0: Locked it in.
2: <sighs> that it is going to be Metroid Prime Four showing up, but not Breath of the Wild Two.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, Love if
2: the
3: pizza, <laughs>
4: if... although more extreme terms on this one, the whole like Switch Pro rumors, like that's the that's the part right. that gets me. Like, that's it's the... like. That's also the reason why they haven't been showing us, like, Breath of the Wild 2 as well. Not just Metro Prime 4, but it's also like, yeah, we don't want to show it to you, because you'll be like, oh, wait, how is that running on the the Switch? It's going to look a bit too crisp. And so they've just been holding off, because it's like, yeah, we can finally get it to be a, a proper crispy, you know, 1080 or even 1440p or something like that. Mm, they're going to show frames, so so pretty- even.
1: They're gonna show Metroid Prime 4 and at the bottom is gonna say this is PC footage and then the internet's gonna go crazy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, I, I think we're just gonna have a, a nice a crisp 4K logo for Metro Prime 4. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and and like then then just leave everyone to, to ponder. It's like
2: that We've that promised. logo looks like really, really crisp. It's still in <laughs> development, probably. We promise. Right, I mean, Rob, they, the, they really the only announced
3: bet? Prime 4 three years ago. Yeah. Well, that, that and, and then they, they've made, and then they, they re rolled it again. Yeah. So it really hasn't been that long. So I'm kind of not
2: positive about Prime 4 yeah. myself. Oh, absolutely. Neither am I. <laughs> That's why I'm taking the bet of like, no, absolutely, it's not going to be there. All right. Well, in,
1: in the, the the in light of draft punks we'll do we'll do a punkishment okay for 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 the wager so if how do you want to how do you want to do this if if metroid okay. prime 4 isn't shown or
2: so yeah so we'll we'll do it where okay if cuz i don't think term...
1: metroid prime would take the spotlight over right Zelda. but you're
2: saying it's going to make a significant presence right
1: I I think it'll be there, whereas if, I mean it
2: might be there. It could just be another card that says I, I don't it could think, be a title I card. don't
1: think they're gonna do another title card. I think they might probably not. I think but if like anything I don't think they'll think we're show a cinematic trailer. They'll do a cinematic okay. trailer, and if we get. Zelda maybe we will get a cinematic trailer. Okay, so but...
2: you're saying, okay, the tur- I would say the stipulation would be specifically the, the cinematic trailer of Metroid Prime 4. Okay. Is the thing to focus on. Okay. So if there is a trailer there, you pick the game. Okay. If there isn't, I pick the game. But it is going to be on the Switch. Uh, I you have a Switch, I, right?
1: I do, but I don't have a capture card, so I can't stream it. So okay, it can okay. be it can be a switch title that I can play on Steam, and then I could probably okay. stream it that way. Is, does that work?
2: Like... We can we can get we can get the terms, but I'll pick the game. Uh, I'll pick the game if it's not there's no trailer. Okay, and we can we can settle which game it'll end up being. So any
1: kind of trailer.
2: You said cinematic trailer.
1: Does that count as a Does that count as a teaser?
2: A cinematic teaser. If I mean, okay, scene, like, yeah. what, like what, like a minute a long? I mean, if if it's as a gameplay, if there's cinematic, if there's anything more okay. than just a title card, okay, okay. We're talking no, specifically.
3: Really... We're talking specifically Prime Four, yeah. Not Prime
2: like, four, yes, not Prime like a new two D Metroid or something yes. like that. Prime, Prime get Four, get out of here with that West. <laughs> no, I think that, that's an important distinction because you that, said Metroid Prime 4. I, I did say Metroid Prime at, 4. At E3. Oh. At E3. So the they Nintendo a Switch to the Nintendo Direct on the 15th.
4: Metroid
2: Prime 4
4: in 1 because it also has Fusion which is like, you know, has the cross...
0: Crossover
4: <laughs> to to get a with, with
0: metro <laughs> Prime. <laughs> All right. Well you guys can hash out the details okay. yourselves. Yeah, we'll okay. get the that's a good but, bait. Uh,
1: okay, yeah. yeah I'm uh, excited okay. to see what Xbox brings.
0: Um <laughs> yeah. yeah, real quick, um just uh yeah, I'll, I'll just pass it to Rob. Uh, you know, what is your your biggest E three hope? I mean it... is it Breath of the Wild too? It's winning that bet.
2: <laughs> no. I've lost so many bets over E3. I like I'm used to it at this point. Uh though I did win a bet over Demon Souls uh nice. the PlayStation uh showcase. oh the PS5 event. But um Breath of the Wild would be cool. I I Yes, I really want Elden Ring. I just want Bloodborne on PC.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I just want Bloodborne on PC. Or like a sixty frame patch.
0: Okay, I mm-hmm. was gonna say the, or
2: literally. That's
4: all I want because we're just waiting on those mods, like yeah, Lady D.
2: Exactly. And <laughs> I, I, I want the mods for that game. Absolutely, like playing it's through Sekiro good. with a Ricky Maru mod from Tenchu. Yeah, I thought you said like,
1: Ricky Martin uh, at
2: first. And
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> I'm living the vida loca. But being it, like no joke when i saw the the sekiro gameplay reveal at the microsoft i mean i touch on it too in the draft bunks episode but like when i saw the gameplay i was like yo that's sekiro or i mean that's that this tenchu Mm -hmm. and i'm a huge tenchu head back from that was like my favorite stealth game as a kid so giving stuff like a, a pc mod or a pc version of bloodborne to be able to mod it and have like unlock frame rate, do all sorts of stuff with that. Like that's that's like tied with Breath of the Wild, for my favorite game of all time. To be able to unlock that in so many different ways, like it's it's an easy sell.
0: Yeah, dude. It's uh... like. Hey, Mother it's Man, Randy today. Savage, Thomas yeah, the Tank Engine. Yeah, replace Indian.
5: all the textures
1: of yeah. pizza. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All the Ricky Martin
3: this. you can add in. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I got another question for you guys. So I can't remember what E3 it was or even what press conference it was. I think it was, like, one of the last Sony ones. Didn't mm. we get a flash of, like, a blood splatter on, like, a screen? And it was just, like, a random teaser from uh from software and everyone thought it was that, like bloodborne That was too. Sekiro. That was, was it Sekiro. Yeah, it was S- like the prosthetic Oh, okay.
0: was
2: the the prosthetic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was like Yeah, okay. It
4: was like a bone being twisted and like broken. Mm, and okay. Yeah. I couldn't yeah, remember the
2: central mechanism of it.
1: I don't really care for those games, I'm sorry. Um I'm
0: Rob, sorry. are you more hype for Bloodborne on PC than Elden Ring? No. Okay, no. okay, okay, okay. But I'm setting right. my
2: expectations low. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I absolutely want Elden Ring because I will buy that right, day cool. one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: All right. Wes, uh, what about you? Your biggest hope and dream? Okay, so I have a little list because actually, Joey sent in like a
3: secondary question. It was kind of like not just the tent pole stuff, but he was also like, oh, what are some of the kind of like the fringe things that you think? Um, will be cool. So, I'm not gonna like touch on these because I want to roll through them very quickly, but uh, these okay. are just some things that I would like to see or think could possibly happen. Uh, a new Donkey Kong game at Nintendo,
5: Odyssey 2, Odyssey 2, mm.
3: Potenti- potentially, yeah. Everybody's talking about Breath of the Wild 2. Why not Odyssey 2? Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so, um, they already revealed that Silk Song will not, um, like be that yeah. at e3 um,
2: really said yeah
3: but i think there might still be a possibility like either for like a, a new trailer possibly or maybe the announcement of a release date even if it's not you're like there
0: just <laughs> anything any more so I Are
3: want you...
2: I want anything from but I'm not I'm just
3: I'm grasping it. at strings
2: at this point. uh uh-huh. like... I'm with you I'm with you. could <laughs> anyway, you say you're grasping uh, at silk?
1: No. Yes, still <laughs> see um, this is well, this is the thing too. that i love about devs and like publishers right now is they're like oh yeah we're not going to be at e3 but there's a month of summer game fest yeah. that a lot of people uh-huh. aren't thinking about and they're not saying it's not at summer game fest they're saying it's not going to be at e3 right.
2: for sure it could totally be sometime later
1: yeah uh, i'm gonna later. keep keep going uh
3: resident evil 8 dlc oh capcom wonderful Uh, also from capcom dino crisis remake yeah any kind of new any kind of new entries from onimusha okami or Uh, breath of fire would be great
2: or parasite eve yeah
3: Uh, i'm so excited for
0: capcom Yeah. yeah
3: new information on hollow Knight. dig I need some more Hollow Knight in my life. Um, Hollow Knight, um, dig. What? Oh, did you mean Shovel Shovel Knight? Knight? Sorry, sorry. Oh, I right. meant <laughs> Hollow Knight, dig. I meant Shovel Knight. Oh, I, I was, though. I was right. like, what is that? See, this is how much I've got Hollow Knight on the brain. I'm just <laughs> yeah, like, it's
5: yeah,
3: oh, in um, I mean, so your brain. <laughs> so, I'd, I'd love to, to see EA wise up and uh, give us Dead Space Four. Yeah. Or even a one through three HD collection would mm-hmm. be great. Yeah. A new versus Capcom game mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: would be awesome. Capcom versus um, Capcom. Okay, let's go.
3: So it's only been two years, but I could see um uh EA also announcing Jedi Fallen Order 2. Yeah okay. mm-hmm. coming. Yo. Um new information on Sea of Stars.
2: Yeah.
0: That's amazing. Yes. yeah oh that yeah, I that way. That game looks so good. They That's just released some concept art. art
1: for, like, the, yep. the male character, nice. and he looks mm-hmm. so sick.
0: Y'all should
2: keep an eye on that Discord and that, uh, that Kickstarter because they're constantly drip-feeding info. Nice.
3: Yeah, and then in the Square Enix, uh, any information from Square Enix, I, this is, it's a pipe dream, but anything new
2: Chrono-related. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice to play it on the Switch. Mm. real nice to play it on the switch even a trigger cross port yeah would be exactly great. exactly money on the table i take agree. it i would I'd too i would play it there and well, cross would be really cool too
4: see from because oh go ahead steven i was just going to say because their uh relationship is like seems to be in a pretty decent place like now it's like you know and and they would have seen like oh you know um mario plus rabbits like sold a million mm-hmm. and stuff like that it's like super mario rpg you know I it's wish. like yeah. They're, yeah. they're smashing out that that hd2d it's like dude i just want to port a thousand
0: year door dude oh uh... so, yeah, that'd be that'd be lovely
4: talking about
1: square enix um yeah babylon's fall, dude babylon's Fall. we oh, haven't yeah. seen anything they, they, they said they will, will get get there <laughs> They they did yeah. say it's gonna be there. Yep. Yes, they Look.
2: confirmed in the E three release that it's going to be there.
1: Let's go, baby. Uh, yeah,
2: I, I'm um, curious to see what that what that is. Looks sick.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, that was just your rundown, um, Wes. But <laughs> did you have your your one big hope and dream, or uh, did that basically cover it?
1: I think Silk Song was. Yeah, his hope I and mean, dream. well, yeah, that
0: is. My We're hope all. Dream.
2: Um, yeah, yeah. Anything, I'm anything, hoping anything that it's
3: so like related. My my hope and dream would be like we told you we were gonna be here, but suck, shadow oh, yeah. drop. You I know, know. Like...
0: <laughs> I, I'm with you. All right, cool. Um yeah, uh Steven, your your E3 yeah dreams?
4: Um a few of the just the ones that yeah don't come up probably that much, although I'm not exactly sure what Wes said when he said uh, "Hollow Knight Dig," but like Steam <laughs> uh, SteamWorld Dig Three. Ooh, yeah, this Steam World game, dude. Um, game and World. obviously, yeah, oh, to, see, to see what your going. club your club's up to next um, would be really cool. Like, I'm not the biggest like uh, Shovel Knight fan, but like I know what they've got there, and I'd love to mm. see what they do next, sort of thing. Um, and then also, what I sort of just brought up before, I absolutely loved. Mario plus Rabbids, like both and yeah. the DLC, the D- Donkey Kong DLC, yeah, both super solid. So, and because of the fact that it's a million seller, it's you know hopefully worth them having another go. Yeah, um, it's it's time. It's, I'm so yeah. surprised that they haven't announced that
3: yet. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. Well, it's um, kind of uh, just bouncing off this question. We have another question coming in from uh, Beatdown Brian. Um, his question is, it's time for the E3 gut check. No room for your feelings or what your heart says here. I want to know, does your gut say we see these games at E3 in any form or not? So I've got a list here. I'm just going to say it and I'll get down yeah,
1: the line. I'm yeah, we can, we can just go.
0: Well, audio <laughs> listeners are yeah, going to... Audio hey, listeners hey, have, have to have, have something.
1: something. No, yeah, they get nay. nothing. I'll just do a ding, ding, <laughs> ding. Boop, <for> <laughs> <laughs> we'll, just,
0: we'll just we'll just go down the line, just say, you know, yay or nay or whatever. Okay. We'll start with Jonah, Wes, even myself, and then Rob. I don't know if it's okay. the same order on everybody else's screens, but yeah. Alright. Starfield? Yay or nay, Jonah? No. Wes? us no. Even.
4: I think so. Like just a little bit, maybe. Just a tease.
0: Uh, for myself, no.
2: <laughs> Rob. I think it comes up somehow. Uh, a Bethesda uh, or Microsoft, yes.
0: Oh. Bayonetta three, Jonah. Uh,
4: <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's um, time. Yeah.
3: Avoid it long enough.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yes. For
4: me.
0: <laughs> Even.
4: Uh I don't think so. It, like they'd say, "Yes or no." They put yes a, or no.
0: I said no. Lightning I, round. They
4: put
0: it I, no. <laughs> I say yes. <laughs>
2: yes, I think we see something.
1: They've got so right. many things in the oven right now. Geez, I...
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. God of War Two, Jonah. Uh,
1: no, that's definitely not going to be at E three.
0: Plus,
3: yeah, it's a Sony. They're not at E three, so no.
0: Okay, yep. well, I'll amend the question. <laughs> will, we, will we see it at E3 slash individual press conferences? Let's go oh, back at to Summer Jonah. Game Fest,
1: <laughs> uh, or
0: Maybe. just like the Sony presser? Yeah, yeah. Well, just Sony's going to be at
1: S- Sony's going to be at Summer Game Fest. That was okay. confirmed. So, okay. Yeah, so think I think we will. I think we'll, we see, will, it? I, I think we'll uh-huh. see it at Summer Game Fest. What? At least the trailer. I still,
4: I still say no.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. Steven?
4: I think? I still say no to Like I think that that's still incubating a little bit.
0: Yeah, since they literally just delayed it, I'm saying no. But you never know. What do you think, Rob? Time for bet. Say no. I say we get a say to play later this
2: year. Okay. Yeah. You want to bet on? All right,
0: it? new Danky king What do you think, Jonah? Mm, no. less Yes.
4: Make it happen. Believe it, <laughs> Stephen. Believe it. No, next year. Next year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think That's it's too true. early. I so, no, Yeah. I wrong. think. I think no.
2: Retro's working on something else. Yeah. All right. Final Fantasy supposedly, 16.
4: Supposedly, uh, uh, actual Nintendo uh, studio, like the main Japan oh, studio. Right. Yeah. On it. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Joe? Final Fantasy 16. Are you gonna see it at Square Enix. Um, it's been in the oven. It's further along than we think. Yes, just because Actual I, gameplay. I, I mean, I, I think
1: I think Sony's got or I mean, Square has a lot of things cooking right now, too. So I think we might see a yeah.
3: little
0: something. Wes,
4: yes,
3: definitely.
0: Steven, yeah, yeah
4: I don't know. Yeah, cause, too. especially because already out and stuff.
2: Yeah, I think so. See, Rob, I think something cool. brief, no
0: release date, but I think we see something. All right, Hellblade 2. What do you think, Jonah?
3: The show! Oh yeah!
0: yeah.
3: Oh yeah! Yes! Yes, no
4: doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. Steven? A cinematic trailer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll see it. Yeah, what do you think, Crum? I think gameplay.
1: Yeah, I think gameplay. Nice. As well. All yeah. right.
0: Uh, new Sony IP, Jonah.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Jonah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Who did they buy last year?
0: I forgot already. Uh, yeah. I
1: can... No, it wasn't Insomniac. It was 2019. Um... They do
0: have a new studio um, from that woman from uh, was it Google or something or Amazon Game Studios or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Wes, what do you think?
3: I don't think so. I don't. think there's yeah. we'll Anything
1: new?
0: Steven?
4: Unless, like, possibly, like, um, if Media Molecule do like a small game like mm. maybe but that would be about mm.
0: it so no yeah they just have so many buns in the oven right now that we already know about it seems unlikely but maybe uh what do you think rob no nah. i think right, if i, I oh, think if we
1: see anything from sony like i think we might see some multiplayer something for the last of us part 2 and then yeah, maybe actions, they'll close sure. out with like one more thing and it might be another uh, god of war trailer it, that's like so
4: I- we may so- be wrong because of PSVR two. There may be a PSVR. Uh, that's. Do um, you
1: think that's close enough to release to show it off at Summer well, Game Fest?
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Summer Games Fest being the thing that might be the time to show off new VR PSVR IP. I mean, Keely is a big VR
1: fan, so yeah.
3: So the thing about that is, though, like. Summer Games Fest rolls for like months, right?
1: No, it's only going to be a month this year. This she year, they like, it was in. it was too long last. It was too long last year, so we're mm-hmm. he condensed okay. it to a month.
3: Okay, because I I'm like this question specifically for E3, and that which starts in a week, and there's mm. been no indication that Sony's doing anything in that timeline. Well, right. I they feel like, uh,
0: their date, like the spirit of this question is the just the spirit is like, like
4: E3 as in like an umbrella cuz yeah, I'm of
0: sure gaming. Brian knows that Sony's not at E3 but he's yeah. still yeah. it, like, No, yeah. I know that yeah.
3: I know that he knows. I'm just he just he yeah. wants us to speculate. So yeah. mm. I'm just saying like I don't think they're going to do anything. Yeah. In that time well, frame. any
2: any new IP at all within that that E3 like summer game fest window.
3: I don't think so. No. Oh, uh summer game. I when does actually when does summer I think game it Fest
1: kicks off like start and end? almost like I think the like weekend the 10th after or something? Yeah, it's either oh, really? during E3 or the weekend after E3 it kicks yeah, off. Okay. I guess it's possible.
3: Yeah. During that well, time maybe.
0: Um the next one is uh Beyond Good and Evil Two, which uh I, I almost oh, forgot about this wow. game. I don't even remember oh, who's publishing this oh, or if it's tied to like soft. Sony or Microsoft or okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that game just going to get canceled myself. But, I,
1: I think that game should get canceled just so, t- <laughs> just like I, I, that game at this point is pulling a cyberpunk. I already see it. It's just going to get drug on too long. It got announced way too early. I, I, I feel like it's setting it itself its expectations way too high for the fan base and then it's going to come out and it's just not going to it's not going to give everyone what they wanted, you know? So I I hope um, I don't see it there. Just for the, the dev's sake, you know.
4: The the cinematics made them go like this is going to be our cyberpunk like when cyberpunk was revealed like, hmm. you know, eight, 8 9 years ago or whatever it was. Um, because I remember they showed some like pre-alpha footage of the um, like someone like flying around in the city or whatever, and it was like mm-hmm. super rough. Um, yeah. And I think that their their ideas and their hopes and dreams like are just too much for what yeah, they can actually have to budget scale for. Back.
0: It seems insane what they're yeah. trying to. do.
4: And then they were like they were already hitting up like hit record to like get like free. Like posters and background assets in the game, kind they of being had,
2: Like, what's his name? Uh, Justin, yeah, Justin Gordon levitt Yeah. Really?
4: Justin Gordon Lovett. That's hit record. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Oh, to, I totally forgot that. To, to know, do that. like community crowdsourced <laughs> art yeah. asset stuff. Yeah. Also, kind of, still very sketch. Yeah.
3: yeah. Quick question, how many more of these do we have? Because we, we're we're doing an awful lot of commenting on
1: something that's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be good. Uh,
0: I'll I'll skip the rest <laughs> of it because we basically talked about them except for um new Capcom IP. Um what do you guys think? Uh, yeah. Oh, is it that that weird
1: moon game? I think we might see something what, about that. Was
0: that Capcom? I yeah, can't it, was Cap- it was, was Capcom. Capcom
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. I just want Onimusha back, baby. Let's go. <laughs> okay, real quick, did that 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 Capcom game, did that like <laughs> give you like serious like death stranding vibes yeah like Astro. yeah they yeah.
2: yeah. look like homoludins so. yeah yeah okay, okay. it's right. like
3: the 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 um augmented reality cat
0: yeah <laughs> right um cool well we'll uh, move on from our e3 talk uh to our next question coming in from brad russell Greetings, friends. I've been very nostalgic for the arcade lately, seeing old cabinets like Pac-Man or Donkey Kong, as well as quarter-munching fighters like Street Fighter II and Mortal Kombat. And a 7-Eleven or a pizza joint always brings back wonderful memories with my friends and cousins growing up. My question is, does anyone have any arcade-centric memories to share? The games you love, the places you went to play, and uh, the people you enjoyed them with, the sights, the sounds, the smells, the experience. Let me hear your sticky floored memories of the arcade era. <laughs> uh, since you're just joining us, Stephen, you got any particular arcade uh, memories yeah, got, you'd like to I've
4: share? I have two good ones. Like most of the ones that I had the most fun with were actually as an adult. Like, um, so at, at the pub, like uh, uh, one town over, like you know, where, where I sort of went to school and stuff like that um you know like I don't, I don't know if it's like every dive bar has big buck hunter but you know like Big buck <laughs> <laughs> Hunter is always always there so like yeah. when, you, when you get a few pints in you and you're just like let's let's get into it boys um yep. and then like you know putting like whatever inappropriate letters you can put on the uh top scores in in three letters or you know yeah. yes it's it always, stands for duck def- i swear <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was thinking so, <laughs> something else, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So that that was always a good time. Like, uh, and it was really funny too. I guess not an arcade cabinet, but like right next to that big bug hunter thing, there was one of those stacking games. And the person that had oh. set it up had set it up and hadn't turned up the speed, so it was very easy to win. Like, not like super easy, but like people won like beats headphones and and, and, like headsets and stuff because they put it way too slow like yeah like yeah i thought that was pretty funny um and then there's a um pinball arcade i don't know if i've brought this up before um there's a uh, it's a pinball shop uh down in melbourne that opens up once a month. Um, it's like 20 bucks and everything's free play. You can bring drinks, like bring your own drinks, and they bring, they supply pizza and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can just go ham. And because it's a shop, you don't know what you're going to get. Like, and they'll do pinball tournaments and stuff like that. But right, the, yeah. this one time I went down with my mates and they had four player um, Daytona. So it was just like, it was like yeah. on like all of it. and it was like i've never played four player daytona before it was so That's good like red. i played two but yeah it was so it was, it was awesome and because most of the people at the pinball place were into pinball and were older than us like we <laughs> we didn't have to jump off like we just <laughs> sat there and just you know raced for ages it was sick it's
0: nice nice um, i don't know if it counts as arcade but you know just like Uh, one of those places where they have like dumb, like stupid games that are meant to just like make you waste your money and and you have to get like tickets for them. Like,
5: yeah, 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 uh, yeah.
0: (laughs) It was like, uh, this machine that had a bunch of items like on strings hanging inside of it, and you had to like control like a little crappy pair of scissors to like snip the string or whatever. Uh, But they had like a PS4 and my friend angel and i went in there and we spent about 50 bucks on uh tickets and we actually got it and like <laughs> it was such such an awkward experience because like the people that worked there seemed like really surprised <laughs> and they seemed like they didn't know what to do and like they're trying to figure out a way to like not give it to us but we ended up walking out of there with it. And at that time, I already had a PS4. And my friend Angel s- spent the majority of the money that we spent to get the thing. So I just That's let them have amazing. it. And then they just, like, sold it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you <laughs> spent
2: $50, got, like, what, Yeah, 200,
0: yeah so it's That's good. amazing.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Any other guys have any uh, stories you want to... I'll let you go first. I'll let,
1: I'll let you go next, Wes, because you're an arcade um,
0: guy Yeah, I
3: just I just remember back to when I was a kid and we would go literally every Friday night down to oh, wow. a local a local uh pizzeria. My family mm. and I and we would meet like um some friends of my mom and dad's who had kids that were about our age too. And we would go down there and the adults would sit and get a couple of pitchers of beer and, you know, hang around and chat. And the kids would all go over to the, to the small arcade there. And this place was, it was a weird place because it had, it was like built into this like little like strip mall. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you would like go in and like all the other shops in the mall, like inside were closed. So like you go down and like, go down the hall. It was like an accounting office and I do not even remember like what else was in there, but then, you know, they had like the pizzeria that was like right when you walked in kind of like open air on the side and then like across the hallway, like where all the tables and, and everything were. And they just had like this really small arcade. It was maybe like five cabinets and a pinball machine or something like that. But they, they rotated the cabinets out fairly regularly. And we went there every Friday night for Five years, oh, wow. something like
5: that. Wow. I mean,
3: this is this is definitely like a regular like staple moment of my childhood. Going mm-hmm. there with all these different families, and like that was when like TGIF was on, you know, yeah. on on, yeah. on ABC, like Full House and Family Matters and all those kind of shows. Right. So we go down and we would like my mom and dad would give us. I think we we each got like one dollar, two dollars, you know, enough to play a few arcade games, and then. They had these, I just, I can never forget the, the flavor of these breadsticks. They had these, the best breadsticks. And if you, you were, you were supposed to only take the breadsticks if you got a salad bar, right? But all the kids would just go over and we would just steal all the breadsticks. <laughs> and we would just be chowing on breadsticks until the pizza got there, running oh, yeah. running around the arcade. It was a lot of, um, it was a lot of uh, Neo Geo fighters. I remember playing like, mm-hmm. um... Samurai um uh, yeah that's it and then yeah. uh uh world heroes um i remember playing um like 1942 yep in there um and uh a bunch of like really bad mortal combat knockoff stuff mm-hmm. that they they brought in there a lot of pinball and yeah that was kind of my my child it wasn't any like one game or anything like that uh it was probably where i played my first game of street fighter 2 um but you know that's golden memories for me as a kid
0: totally yeah that's awesome dude yeah uh do you want to dive in real quick yeah so uh specific river
1: uh like steven it's more of an adult thing and i i love going to uh arcades that have like rhythm games so like there's one with like like a piano tile one (laughs) and Nice. I, I surprised, We went to the beach and I surprised my, my mother-in-law because I'm pretty good at rhythm games. And so you basically just have to tap it as it's going down, kind of like a Guitar Hero, but it's at your mm. pace. And so she watched me and I went... And I almost got the high score, and she's like, "What?" And then I put another dollar in and did it, and then I immediately beat the the high score, and she's like, "What?" And she's like, "You should play piano." I'm like, "This isn't like playing piano, but okay." And then my favorite, favorite modern arcade game is it'll be like this big tube with like a spinning plate on it with holes in the bottom, and you have to drop bounce yeah. balls in there. Yeah. That is 1,000% a, a skill-based game. <laughs> and you just got to find sure. the, the perfect timing. Sure. And, like, yep. I got, there was, I went in with, like, 40 bucks, and I won the jackpot at least 15 times just playing Whoa. that over and over. And, like, they're bouncy balls, <laughs> so if they miss there's a good chance it's going to bounce. And then there was like the super jackpot in the middle. And so it's raised up. So if the ball bounces up onto that plate and then rolls into that hole, you get like 10 times the jackpot. And so I I love playing that game and I will <laughs> sit there and just play it. My wife gets, she's like, "Will you play something else. I'm like, I'm winning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go away. Enough. I'm good. It's winning something. jackpots here. And what about Europe? Do you have any specific memories? Yeah, shout out? Uh,
2: my first job was at a. Oh no, that's awesome. Uh, kind of. Uh, that... So I, so I, when I was a kid, my mom worked at a local grocer, and I, when I got home, would go to a billiards or pool hall that was in the same like shopping complex or strip mall called Mr. Billiards. It was a pool hall, and I went there like every week. Uh, if not multiple times a week with, like, my allowances.
1: Oh, I think I remember but, you talking about this on DraftBunks on the arcade. Yeah,
2: during our arcade episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yep. so I went there so often that the guy working there decided to give me a job on Saturdays to wipe down tables. And he, like, my pay was i get free lunch, whatever I picked off the menu. So I usually get a bacon cheeseburger. And then... uh because I was a smart kid and bacon cheeseburger. I mean, absolutely. Uh, (laughs) Or BLT, but, uh, he'd give me like five, five to 10 bucks in quarters that I could spend on any of the machines. And so I often played Tekken three was a big one uh, Mm. that I played a ton of, I played mostly just versus CPU, uh, 1942 as well. I loved that game, uh, in part because I grew up playing, uh, a DOS game called Raptor. Uh, that was a similar, like vertical shooter, uh, and like house of the dead, uh, X-Men versus Capcom, stuff like that. Then the other one is when I was, uh, like 18, 19, I worked at a coffee shop in Los Angeles in Burbank, California called coffee bean and tea leaf. That was right. it was on a, like a strip mall street right next to a big mall in that big mall bottom floor. They had an arcade really big, successful arcade ddrs your simpsons your x-men's house of the deads cruising usa's all that stuff they also had capcom versus snk2 which is my favorite fighting game of all time uh and i would go there on my lunch breaks with tip money uh and go and play people that were like regulars that would do like we would do the regular rotation of like putting a quarter down uh, nice thing and so we'd play (sighs) capcom versus snk2 on my lunch break and then just immediately go back to work and just go do my shift. And I, yeah, I love the arcade. I'd play, uh, my 30th birthday, went to the arcade, played gauntlet, mortal Kombat, killer Queen, all that stuff.
0: Awesome. Yeah, man. Sounds well, like a
3: great way to spend your birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. yeah.
2: We have a great uh, nickel kid out here that I love playing pinball on.
0: All right, sweet. Well, um, our next question should be relatively short coming in from uh Hunter Pearson. Uh, two-part question for Rob in the game: What video game has the best foliage? Does it crisis. ever bother you that no character ever gets poison ivy? <laughs> Is it crisis? Is that a crisis. definitive answer? A I mean, that's that was my answer
3: as well. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah,
0: I did want to shout out Red Dead Redemption too because you oh, see, oh that's great. Um, uh, it was a little while ago a meme of like some like high school student who was taking in-game photography with the photo mode of Red Dead Redemption 2 and submitting it to a nature photography publication and they they didn't realize it was like (laughs) a video game. That's awesome.
1: That's Um, amazing.
0: For foliage, I'm going to have to say
1: when you're going into Seattle in The Last of Us Part Two, that's some pretty pretty good good. foliage. Pretty good. Um, My favorite thing about foliage, especially on the 360 PS3 days, is if you look at trees... It was just like a flat two D texture on most trees. <laughs> and just like and You yeah. can watch it yep. rotate as you're look like turning the camera. So you yeah. could like have your guys just standing there and then rotate the camera and just follow. It was so silly yeah.
0: looking. Yeah, that's good stuff for sure. Um cool. Well our final question uh, comes up from Missile Mage. Uh let's see here. Oh wait, I there's love- one more after this. Oh, really? This this Um, one from
3: Zach Pearson
0: after this one. Oh, I don't think you'll have to tell me. I I think I missed it. Um, Okay, I I can ask it. No problem. (laughs) Well, just real quick um, for Missile Mage. Uh, I love video game music, and there are some video game songs that make me emotional whenever I listen to them. I'm looking at you, Tazanarkin. I feel Mm -hmm. that one too, buddy. Uh, (laughs) Are there any pieces of music that make you emotional when you listen to them? Uh, I think I might have mentioned it before, but for me, it's... The astral observatory theme from George oh, yeah, Mask just gets me, dude. Uh, Steven, you like? You yeah, got something?
4: When you walk away, you don't hear me. Say,
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Kingdom <laughs> Hearts menu music. Oh,
4: oh, baby, don't go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they kind of lost me with the Skrillex on Kingdom Hearts 3, though.
4: <laughs> yeah, that one sucked. It actually, really yeah. Did. I think, I think yeah.
0: everything about Kingdom Hearts
1: lost a lot of people. Yeah.
4: But I, I also lo- I really love um, the, the, first
1: game.
4: the like the hyper-pop uh, version of Simple and Clean at the start of Kingdom Hearts 1 that's, like, yeah. super fast. Like, I really <laughs> like that version, too.
0: Yes. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, anybody else have a song they want to shout out?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, Time Scar, which is the uh, opening theme for Chrono Cross. Mm. Like, uh, it hits me right here every time. And there's another one um, that's uh, also a a Mitsuda um, uh, song, which is the ending theme. I don't remember the name. It's like Kokiri or something like that for uh, Xenosaga Episode 1. And it's really, it's got like these like really cool like bagpipe music, but it's like really like, it's like really stirring and there's really good vocals and um, sometimes I just randomly like put it on. It's a song probably like nobody will ever remember, but
0: I'm yeah, like I've never I just, heard I just, it. I just, I just love it. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Yeah. What about you, Rob?
2: Uh a couple. So from Chrono Trigger, Temple of Zeal. Uh, oh, yeah. In particular, there was a like Chrono Trigger Resurrection cover thing someone did it on an acoustic guitar. That was like it's it's incredible. Uh the other is the opening like Major or sorry uh ocarina of time the main menu music yeah yeah it, every every yeah. time Haunting. every time it gets me
1: i mean i don't i don't really think i've got music that makes me feel emotional but i listen to a genre of music that makes me feel a lot of emotions which is which like is? metalcore and stuff and like just getting all yeah. crazy and stuff but uh yeah, I don't I don't really have a song that makes me feel emotional.
0: Okay, I got yeah, I found it. like
4: Teary, like enjoy the first time you play the festival in Mario Odyssey, like mm. and just going through that whole two D section with that's, the with with the music cool. playing and you see DK. and It's just like it was just like this is like too pure. It was just like it was so good.
2: There's one yeah. last one I just remembered. It's near Automata's uh way to the world. Yeah. Yeah. That like puts me in tears.
4: Yeah, yeah it, that whole it,
2: that whole uh, scroll is just amazing. Yep, it's incredible. <laughs> There's oh. like
3: there's like four versions of that song. I don't. I don't know if you've ever listened to the OST. There's like a French it's version, a Japanese version, the English version, and there's like another. I think That's it's just an orchestral yeah. version.
2: Play all of that inter interweaved with it. It's yeah. incredible. Oh, weird. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. And like when you have the context for why they're playing it, it hits like a sledgehammer straight into your heart. Oh, okay. I want to play that beautiful. game again,
1: but I don't want to like replay all of. 2b section again (laughs) the
2: the b run is not very
1: good yeah no like playing 9s's section was really boring
2: that's what i'm saying 9 the route b 9s sucks yeah Yeah, the last
4: last little bit of it like when you're in like right at the end is pretty good everything past 9s is
1: fantastic when you miss that section of having 9s there like that that the part that i got to and then i can't remember why i stopped playing um but Uh, yeah i was so like i was super hyped to get that part and then um oh i i was like changing stuff in my computer and Mm -hmm. it wiped my hard drive so i never went back um, and so i was just like
2: that's yeah. one of the greatest endings to a video game ever. I think. I, I, I think. Know. I think you just
3: you, you just hit the ending early, basically. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. I mean,
0: well, should have known. Near automata cause a tangent, but uh, getting back on track. Uh, so yeah, what's what's our final question coming in from Zach Pearson?
3: So the final question from Zach is kind of an interesting question to to kick off. But his question was, what are the best and worst ways? to prepare an egg.
0: Ooh. Um worst for me is just like when your dad doesn't know how to cook and he makes fried eggs in the morning and they just become like tire rubber. So, yeah, dad's Over-cooked. morning fried eggs. That's <laughs> overcook, yeah.
5: <laughs>
0: um best is
2: over medium to me. I See, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I know this is like the proper way to eat eggs, but like the whole runny scrambled eggs that just kind of weirds yeah, me out. It's not for me either, dude. It just kind of <laughs> weirds me you? out. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah, think eggs should be like
4: fold. You don't like folded eggs, like where it's like, nah, man, it, really it, like scrambling. I just don't,
0: just I, a I, raw yolk, it, like a runny yolk, like. I, I understand people
4: you. I
1: understand people like the runny yolk and stuff, but like okay. if it's scrambled, it, like it doesn't need to be rubbery. But I, the moisture it feels undercooked. the The moisture just makes yeah. me mm-hmm. uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> just even thinking it's about fire. it. Um, Moist
2: eggs. Yeah, like runny scrambled eggs. They, they seem like they're undercooked.
1: Yeah. Like I I know yeah. it's not, but it just it just feels that way. I feel yeah. I feel you. Um, yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with a hard-boiled egg. I I like hard-boiled eggs. Don't know. Deviled eggs,
0: dude. Grandma's deviled eggs. Mm. What about any
4: It's got to be, <laughs> be. poached these days. Like, I've never like had We got, a poached, Matt, man. We got insane great. cafe culture, like especially in Victoria and stuff. So like, it's always you know poached eggs, eggs benny.
2: Oh yeah, eggs Benedict's one of my favorites. And like
4: that's when you need the runny egg because it, cause it mm-hmm. like goes out over over your sourdough yeah. and like, oh. Not
1: yeah, gonna lie, absolutely. I've never had Eggs Benedict. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Dude,
4: Hollandaise sauce, like if it's done right, like yeah. it cannot never ever, and I have done it because I'm dumb, never buy it from a shop. Like thinking, <laughs> oh, I can just buy a bottle of Hollandaise. It's like, no.
2: Yeah, the best, my the, the favorite perfect. for Eggs eggs Benedict is getting what's called a California Benedict, and it subs out the Canadian bacon with actual just breakfast bacon, oh, okay. and the tomato with avocado. Eggs
4: Benedict should be with ham, by the way. Sorry. Should, yeah, <laughs> it should be, but
2: I don't like Canadian bacon or ham when I can choose bacon. and uh, I mean,
1: I'm going to have to agree with Rob here. Yeah, like, and you wrong. can put...
2: And you can put instead of tomato, put avocado.
1: That I'm gonna have to disagree with you. With
2: you can you can leave. <laughs> like avocado, come on. Okay, man. guys, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm leaving my own podcast. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> it's it's a good, it's a good Benny. It's a good Benny. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, smash that
4: by for All All
0: right, Wes, what's your ultimate egg form?
2: My
4: ultimate egg
3: form is no eggs, cause I don't like uh, eggs at what? all. No, <laughs> no, it's, so I,
4: it's, it's like pancakes a, weird to a cake count. You could say pancakes.
3: Yeah, I, I like eggs mixed into other things, you like, like French toast, egg? eggy bread. I can I can handle French egg-y toast, bread. but most of <laughs> it I it's must. like a it's like a texture thing. Like yeah. I, I, I can just
1: understand
3: I, it. I can't. And my wife, so we have chickens, we have fresh eggs every morning, no. right? We go collect eggs. My wife loves eggs. Eggs are a big part of my household, mm. and I despise them. You oh. so. <laughs> Do
1: you think your wife would like Japanese cooking because they have so much, like, so many eggs in their, their cuisine?
3: Oh, she loves Japanese. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Same. we, yeah, we, we Softball, quite a bit of that, but ramen? I just, nope, nope yeah sorry nope even you guys talking about it here i'm just kind of like <laughs> hey wes i
1: got a uh, i got a question do you want to leave get your wife on so we can ask her how her favorite <laughs> <are>? <laughs>
5: it would probably be
3: yeah better for this section of the podcast so uh bye yeah.
4: what's, right, what's the quiche for me by the way
0: quiche yeah quiche frittata omelet yeah mm. Mm. Oh, I said I, worse? Like omelets, nah. but
4: I don't like quiche. I
0: don't. Oh, yeah, mm. I just had a quiche the other day. Yeah. All I, right, guys. I would give you a quiche. What does that mean? Aw, kiss. Oh. <laughs> like,
4: do you realize that Jonah, like, he doesn't prepare any jokes? Like, he just. <laughs> he still goes off, in. Off it's all
1: off the dome. All off the dome. And it's all off the We never could have guessed. Like, every time.
4: I thought, I thought we were at the end of Eight Mile and you were just about to, like, just go acapella, like it was just freaking. <laughs> I was there, man.
0: You like oh, took guys, your shirt uh, off and everything. I think uh, the audio listeners time, are so confused now. Yeah, I'm trying to wrap it up here. We uh, covered everything between uh, E3 predictions and egg lore. Um, but and uh, it's time to. Blade. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen missed that one, but uh. Yeah, we'll just we'll uh, go around real quick for signing off some final words. I'll let you start, Jonah, if there's any uh, housekeeping stuff you want to shout out for the Discord, and um, then we'll wrap it up. Like
1: I mentioned earlier, uh, uh, Game Club is going to be uh, on hiatus just for June. We'll, we'll be back in July. Um, we're just focused a bit more on E3 and... Uh, I'm really excited for you guys to see our next podcast. Cause we'll kind of be doing something a little different, but if you have friends, which I hope you guys do, cause you're, <laughs> yeah, you're wonderful people. Everyone's everyone's brilliant and amazing. And we love you and we'd love to have you join our discord and we'd love to have your friends join our discord and their friends and even their parents. Let's get everyone here. It's a party. So. Invite someone, Uh like, share, and subscribe. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Oh, oh, I forgot. We're going to potentially, no, not potentially. We are going to start doing giveaways. And I think that's a good segue to Wes, and he can kick it off. Yeah,
3: so um I just want to shout out. Crossmac Art, because um, we are going to be giving away five video game posters from Crossmack Art. If you guys aren't familiar with these, these are like insanely cool, like kind of retro movie style posters mm. um, that um, that our friend Crossmack does. Um, check them out. CrossmackArt.com. We're so going to be cool. giving away uh, up here in the near future five of these posters we'll probably do maybe one a month we haven't we haven't quite nailed down everything yet but we're going to be uh giving these away through the discord uh we'll have um a giveaway uh details to be announced very soon um and uh if you want to win one of these cool posters i think we've got yakuza monster hunter world near automata we've got uh resident evil 2 and uh help me out which one am i been missing
2: there's a really cool Doom one.
3: <laughs> Doom, oh, yeah. Yes, Doom. Yeah, Doom. So we've got five posters to give away. And um, yeah, if you want to be in on that, uh, keep an eye out on the Discord channel. In the meantime, shout out to Cross Mac. Check him out at CrossmacArt.com.
1: Thank you, Gibbs.
0: That's yeah, oh, cool. those pieces are great. Yeah, they're incredible. Um, Steven, uh, final Final thoughts?
4: Um, I'd oh, just uh, I'd just like to shout out um, my other podcast, the Great Game Debate After Dark. Uh, our first main like pod went up uh the other week, and definitely worth checking out. Oh my god, uh, it
1: was a good show, it was I, a really good
4: show. Kai and Tristan doing a really good job, and um, and Caden was there to help out with the debate. We have ha- had a uh co-op uh debate team, which was a heap of fun doing. Uh, was a two thousand and- one two goaties, 2001 One. goaties. So, we've got uh, we've got we've got another episode uh, in the bag for which ha- has um, Zach Pearson uh, with the 2002 goaties, and that o- o- episode was also an absolute blast. Um, and yeah, like we're just uh, we're getting better as we go, we're just having a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, ca- um, come check us out. The, the next episode will drop uh, the week after uh, this episode, so yeah. Sweet.
0: Sweet. and uh rob thanks you so much once again for joining us yeah. on the podcast it's a pleasure to have you and uh really what are your what are your final thoughts my dude
2: uh my final thoughts are that y'all are lovely people and i appreciate Aww. y'all thanks, having dude. me on um we uh we draft punks are uh having a great time drafting stuff each and every week uh, if you want to check us out on your podcast services uh just search draft punks uh twitter at real draft punks twitch at real draft punks come check us there
1: honestly thank you for for being here dude like this is one of like i one of the most exciting episodes for me thank you guys i was like super stoked to have you on just because you're like so engaging in our community and then you're just like a super cool dude of Checked out your guys' streams, so it's super. I love chatting on. with you guys. Yeah, I I <laughs> love
2: hanging out and chat with people. Y'all are y'all are a delight, and it it makes me happy to to be able like that's what I I keep talking about. Is like it's always community, mm-hmm. and it's it's bringing these communities together. That's like yeah, for sure means the world to me. Yeah, and so thank you for the opportunity to just hang out and be goofy. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, we're nothing if not goofy. Yeah, <laughs> especially me. <laughs> <I'm with you. laughs>
0: <laughs> all right sweet well uh, i've been your host katie Barrett lane and my final thought is elden ring oh elden ring you can hear him hollowing <laughs> from here uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah as always uh thanks for listening and happy gaming bye bye Thank
3: bye
4: As always, a big thank you to our friend Mistriven for the music in our podcast. If you like what you hear and you want to check out more of what they have, you can pay them a visit on Twitter at capital M-I-S-T capital R-I-V-E-N 719 or on Bandcamp at Mistriven. Thanks again for tuning in.
3: Till next time.